Hello everyone, this is Trevor. I'm joined here by Logan and Brandon, and this is our NFL Recap and Power Rankings post-week 5 episodes all in one this week. Uh, if it's nice, if it sounds good, if it's condensed in a better fashion, we might move forward doing the one episode a week. Um, and you know, some episodes weekly might be longer than others, but uh, we just want to make it a little bit more of a cleaner cut for everyone out there listening to our NFL coverage in general. We want this to be one of the focal points of the podcast and just overall the show and obviously the community. Uh, this is a big part of the podcast, a big part of all of our lives. We all love football and we all love not only the different things that come with it, but you know, fantasy and just the camaraderie with your friends, being able to watch the games, be able to vibe out with different families. But just watching ball, really. Yeah, just kicking back and watching some fucking ball, you know? But uh, to kick off week five... This was a game everyone was like, oh, you know, but a game even, you know, shout out to my mom, before it even happened, she's like, I I have hope. I don't want the Bears to go out there and lose. She was she was w- wishing for their uprising. I, I respect that. I'm watching the game for you, for you Brandon. I respect um, that. Shout out to my mom and for that. For she, dude, she'll literally just cheer on any one of, like... If she knows that you, that's your team, she'll cheer for that team unless mm. it's against the Eagles. Yeah, of course. That's, that's how you should be. That's respectively. Be. Um, but this game was the Chicago Bears taking on the Washington Commanders in Washington. They sold out the stadium for the third week in a row. Good for them. Magic Johnson's really doing some nice things in ownership Good there. Good for them. Um, but the big problem for the Commanders off rip is Ron Rivera. Mm-hmm. He needs to be fired immediately. Uh, at the halftime, there were reports he didn't even speak to his team. Um, so yeah, he's completely yeah. tapped out of yeah, the of the of the game, and he should not be coaching if you're not going to act like a coach. Because they came out with a fire, and if he didn't speak to them, those players came out with a little bit of a fire on their own. So props to Sam Howell and the captains on the field trying to put something together, but they were set up to fail. One other thing I will say, just an explosion from the Bears in this game. Mm. Just a just an explosion from just Continue overall. from last week. Yeah, yeah. And, and they Continue held the, the trend. Lead. Um, and they scored a hell of points. Justin Fields looked good. Yeah, I mean DJ Moore looked even better. He exploded. Can I say this? He found every opening in every zone. Justin Fields was just taking the chances, lobbing up perfect ball placement throws, especially in the red zone. I think we saw, and Brandon was talking about this off mic, but probably the most prolific pass game from Justin Fields in his career. career, Yeah, for sure. In his career, like probably his. I would. I would. I would argue the Broncos game was honestly better up until this was his best complete game. Yeah. Because everything fell apart against the Broncos with the pick and the fumble return for a touchdown. But I mean, when you come out 16 for 16, you set the franchise record for straight completions. Your first career 300 yard game and your first career four touchdown pass game. I think that was his best game overall as far as what I saw out of him. But. Overall complete game, I mean, he followed it right up with I, that in this game. Honestly, I agree with everything you just said, but I think that this game, t- like, honestly took it a step above that, in my opinion, because... It was cleaner. It was just pure domination. Yeah. Like, it, they were Four just... Four quarters. They were shitting on this other professional team. Like, there was no answer. Emmanuel Forbes, my, I don't know and what The guy that I there. was given props for last, last weekend, too, saying he was going to be a star in this league. He's having a hard fucking welcoming to the league. I mean, getting exposed by A.J. Brown and D.J. Moore back-to-back weeks. Dude, but nah, it's only going to make you better. This this week was... This was past bad. week was... This was his worst game ever with pads on, I think. Mm. 
Like, dude, there was a play where you all handed it off, and there was like a little broken run play up this. Up, it was Khalil Herbert, mm-hmm. and dude, he looks he let him break his ankles, no effort on the play, and just looked he looked tapped. And like that, I'm like, damn. He's a young player. He's young, but like, I just don't like to see emotions yeah. affect him like that. Like, at least have some poise. I mean, maintain. you see, you see it from the other side of the ball. Tyree Stevenson's a rookie corner for the Bears, and he gets flagged and exposed play after play. But he has the mental toughness to come right back and hit you hard. Was he a first? Round pick. No, he was a third round pick. That's where the expectations differ yeah. to me. In a hundred percent, that's a good point to make there for sure. And I, I like Emmanuel Forbes. I think he has the body to be a good corner, but man, he's had some, like you said, a really rough go at it. But uh, Logan, what were your thoughts on this Thursday night matchup? Uh, I didn't watch this one too much, um, just because like it's Bears Commanders. Uh, yeah, it was twelve seven uh, last year in the same exact game. Yeah, um, but the Commanders, they're. Their problem remains with consistency. It's what's what has been this whole year is inconsistent, inconsistent from quarter to quarter, from drive to drive, from game to game. You seem just up, up one week, down the next week, up but one week. That down starts the next with week. coaching, bro. Yep. Because I'm not gonna lie, Justin Fields, DJ Moore, they stole the show. Mm-hmm. But a guy that I still have hope in, and like despite what you know your conceptions of this player may or may not be, but Sam Howell. Sam Howell's I think dog. he's fine. Yeah, I think he's fine. Bro, Sam Howell's a dog. I'm not going to lie. Like, Logan, you actually, I think you came back home after your shift right when he was about to make this throw to yeah, Terry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. that was a fucking dime, he did, he did that multiple times in this game. Yeah. No, yeah, he, he did he's it. fine for now for them, for He did sure. it against the Eagles the week before, too. It was, a, it was a very commander's thing to do to have that performance they did against the Eagles and almost win it than to come home on a But that's the disappointing weekend. thing. Yeah. Like it's you see what they, they're capable of. They have the offensive weaponry. They have think, a young quarterback yeah, that he has a good it. arm too. I think he has he's a very good arm. He's a dog, dude. Yeah. He, and he's ca- he's captain in his second year. He started one game First before the captain banned, bro. Come on. That's that's And that's, you he you could see exactly why that was a decision in this game. You really you, could. Like I'm not trying to take any light away from the Bears, but like I just because this is a player I've been kind of high on. Like even when you look at him on the sideline and shit, like he is fucking locked in. Mm-hmm. That is one thing I actually will commend him about. He's not like Bryce Young in that Lions game, and he was laughing and having fun down three scores. Yeah. I I saw a guy that just like he knows that he's not in a good spot with this team because they're not winning games consistently, and he's trying to just go out there and not fuck up. And honestly, dude, some of those throws, yeah, I don't, I, Taylor Heineke's not making those. But he's, he's I mean, definitely he's, he's gonna get better with the, with the season. I think I, so. I hope so I think honestly, like, if I ask you guys a question, who do you have more hope in, Desmond Ritter or Sam Howell? Sam Howell. Shit, I was gonna say Jordan Love or Sam Howell. Oh, I, I go Jordan Love. Just okay. For, yeah. I mean, there's different questions there. I think but he's I, higher upside. I think. I think I, I think yes, athletic athletically wise, but I think when it comes to just the pure pocket ability, I think Sam Howell can actually sling it with probably, you know, a couple years down the line. You you saw how Sam Howell was extending plays and breaking sacks and trying to just will himself in that team Thursday night, man. I might have to lean more towards that Sam Howell. I mean, there's a lot of bias and hatred and shit that goes into it being a Bears fan, but (laughs) I've I've realistically, emotions aside, I've seen more out of Sam Howell promising-wise than I have. I mean, Desmond Ritter too and, and Jordan Love, honestly. Desmond Ritter than Jordan Love? No, like, Comparing Sam, I was answering his question oh, about okay, Desmond okay. Ritter compared yeah. to Sam Howell. Thank you for clearing that up. No, I, I definitely don't. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. I, I think Jordan Love has a similar issue with Sam Howell, though. It's, it's that consistency issue. Yeah, I agree. And that that's They're both just both first-year starters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's definitely something that, that they'll both clean up. Now, there's, careers, there's you know? 
definitely higher expectations yeah, for, for Jordan, Jordan Love, Love too. Yeah, much more. 100%. You have bigger to take shoes that into to account. But much Sam, bigger shoes to But fill. Sam Howell, a guy, you know, kind of being thrust into a position yeah. with, a, with an organization that's been dog shit. Yeah, you got to think about He's where that organization has been too, and Fifth round what pick. he just what he just sort of inherited. And honestly, I, I'm just the type of guy personally. I'm gonna take that player that has the chip on his shoulder week in and week out, any day of the week, because there's always gonna be that fire. It may lead to those picks. It the may Baker. lead. It may lead to that emotional play. Jameis Baker. Exactly. And but then you have your Tom Brady's. Yeah, exactly, bro. Your Joe Burrows. You have those elite pocket your Josh passers. Allen's, your Mahomes. And we saw some elite pocket quarterback play from Justin Fields. Some of the throws he was making, golly, there were some throws, Could've man. Could have been better. Could have been better. Please do yourself a favor. I was talking to you about this off there earlier, Trevor. Watch the QB School episode mm-hmm. on yes. Justin Fields' game. Shout out to QB School. Yeah, 100%. Like, there's the what, what he's doing, too, just providing that type of knowledge. input and knowledge on the game of football and doing it in such a simple and efficient and just like dumbed down way. Every Jared Goff episode he's done, I've watched. Because he breaks it like this is why I've been like I'm not trying to go off topic, but I, I, I will check out that Justin Fields episode for the main reason that this guy breaks it down very detailed. He talks about the coverages, mm-hmm. the error the errors. He doesn't just throw, yeah. show the highlights. And he dumbs it down for you. He does. And but there's and I was even saying it watching the game too, there was some missed opportunities. Justin Fields probably could have thrown for seven touchdowns. DJ Moore could have had five receiving touchdowns. That's just how bad that defense was and how good that everything... Like, that's just how much everything was clicking for them that night. But like, they'll, you'll see, especially in the tape, it's one just actually broken down for you. Just a slight nuance in Justin Fields' foot placement or how he stepped a certain way on the throw. Like I was telling this specific example of Trevor earlier, but DJ Moore, I think it was... Um, is it St. Juice or St. Just? It's oh. it's St. Juice. I think I think, yeah. I think that's who was guarding him. It might have been Kendall Fuller, but DJ Moore just burned him on a double move, fly to the end zone, and Justin Fields put the ball probably like five inches out of his reach, and a lot of and that was due to him just stepping his foot wrong one way and just having a slight hesitation, and that ball just not being there on time. Yeah, another great thing to watch if anyone has the time. Bill Walsh, Bill Walsh's NFL documentary. This man revolutionized the quarterback footwork kind of game West plan. Coast West Coast, but it, everything is predicated on timing, mm-hmm. and you just said it perfectly. How he just, you know, if he was able to just correctly adjust himself and actually do what he was mm-hmm. meant to do—the two-step drop instead of the three with the little hitch and hesitation—that's a touchdown. Yeah. Like if they get that in rhythm, and like you got, you got a guy in DJ Moore that can clearly do it. This is a team that should genuinely be, uh, as a Lions fan, I'm you know I'm gonna be very hesitant watching these games. I'm gonna be praying to God that Jerry Jacobs can hold up yeah. or Brian Branch can do what he's been doing uh, once he gets back and healthy. But the fact that the Lions, you know, 42 points without those guys, yeah, dumb. Yeah. But either way, I think the Bears with their first their first 40 point game of the season. As a Bears fan, I would be ecstatic. Bro. Yeah, I'd be excited. Yeah. yeah, you you have to be, but you also can't. Buy so much into it where you think this is like a revolutionary yeah. change of the season. Very yeah, well could be, especially it, very well could be. But this is also we saw this last year, even before we got DJ Moore. Just these little spurts of brilliance from Justin Fields and the scheme and the play calling that Luke Getzey drew up. But then we also see the inconsistency and how yeah. bad it looked. Like week two against the Bucks or week well, one against Green Bay. Or, three weeks. But the thing is now, I touched on this in the in the recent Windy City Reports episode. This offense is finally 
finding in a, an identity within mm-hmm. themselves, and they're starting to really click. And I said this at the very start of the season, Cole Komet would be the key to unlocking this offense. He has three or four reception touchdowns in the last two games. Um, he's top five in reception yards by tight ends right now. Top three. Yeah, I think he's tight end three in fantasy scoring right now. And ever since he started producing, this offense started producing, you know. So I think we just got to stick with that. And everything from there will sort of start to figure itself out. And then that's when Fields can really start to show what he can do, but also work on those small kinks like the timing and anticipation. There was a lot of – and you'll even see this in the QB school episode as well. DJ Moore – made a lot of those plays because of his separation because he would break out of his route. He would sell a go route and break on a little hitch and have like five yards of separation. Mm-hmm. And the DB was still almost getting there too. And that's because Fields was waiting for him to come out of his hitch then show for the He's ball throw rather than yeah. throwing it before he even turns around and anticipating him to be there. Then that's like that little nuance that if Fields can take that yeah. next step in the direction – then with what we just saw, you you gotta watch out, man. But this yeah. is this is stuff that I've known about Fields ever since Ohio State and ever since he started with the Bears. And I've been trying to tell people this. It's just been a matter of executing and bringing it to fruition. And all this game did for me as a Bears fan is just really tell me that weeks one through three, it was the play calling. Yeah, it really was. You know, and offensive lines playing great right now, a lot better than they were. I mean. Say what you want about the Washington defense and how bad their pass defense is. I believe it's, it's still a good D line, though. It's, yeah, exactly. I believe their pass defense is ranked thirty first right now. But out of all the teams we've played so far, it's a great fucking. D-line. That's the best D line that yeah. we've played by a mile, and our offensive line looked the best, and they've have all season so far. So that's True. what I'm. So that's what I'm looking at more so than the DJ Moore outbursts and the Justin Fields outbursts. That I'm looking at that, and I'm looking at Cole Komet's impact. I'm looking at Darnell Mooney's impact. I told you earlier, if he didn't try to turn around and stop running and make a spectacular play on that first play of the game and just touchdown. kept running through that ball, that's a touchdown. And we're just going to see more and more opportunities like that with DJ or with Darnell Mooney, with Cole Komet because of the game that DJ Moore just had yeah, and the exactly. attention that he's going to garner going forward. Double team for the rest of the season. 100%. So, <laughs> I mean, overall, just a great night. I mean, we had to do it. I mean, RIP to Dick Buckus. Yeah, arguably the greatest linebacker of all time, middle linebacker of all time. And he revolutionized just, that Mike position. Exactly, that's exactly how the linebacker position should have played back then. It was legitimate that the middle linebacker was the quarterback of the defense, and it was held to that same standard. Nowadays, not so much, but he played that to a T and exemplified what that position was supposed to be. RIP to him. But we had to do something like this on a, on a, on a night like that, dude. They did win this game for Dick Buckus. There, there would have been a fucking uproar <laughs> in the town of Chicago, dude. Soldier Field would have been imploding. Hallis Hall would have been demolished. More raids on if, if coaches. If we would have came out there and looked like we did weeks one through three, dude. It would have been bad. Iberflus would have been gone. Fine out. Honestly, dude, I'm still... My, my warrant is still out on Iberflus. I still don't mm-hmm. want that man as my head coach. Yeah. And the more we win... The more we, the more likely we keep him, unfortunately. So it's you're at one of those areas or positions right now as a Bears fan where it's like, I want to keep seeing that, but I want us to keep losing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But overall, just great night, great performance all around, and I, I couldn't be happier, really. Yeah. And I honestly, if I was a Bears fan, I, I agree with you. But mm-hmm. I do agree with what, everything you just said. I think that the Bears have a lot to look forward to. 
And um, I think that's a perfect segue into this start of the Sunday games, but this time another game in London in Tottenham Hotspurs Stadium. The Jacksonville Jaguars took on the visiting Buffalo Bills. I say visiting because anywhere in London is Jacksonville's essentially. Jacksonville was officially the away team, though. I, I refuse to believe that because <laughs> like they are literally I think they have the biggest fan base in they the do. UK. They do. They definitely do. Like it's so weird that that's the team. They're always playing there. Always. But like that's just so like Random. why did the NFL Random. choose yeah. to put that team there to like market it there a little bit earlier than most? Uh-huh. Like just a very like it's cool. Don't get me wrong. I fuck with it, bro. Like seeing all those like British people wearing old NFL jerseys, random NFL jerseys or the Jags NFL jerseys. Thought it was cool and the whole vibe like people actually understand the game over there and you could tell with the reactions of the crowd and it was pretty awesome seeing that stadium utilized for the nfl but the jaguars pulled out with the w 25 to 20 against the buffalo bills this is a must needed win for the jags they really need to come away with this one they, they did um they really showed that they could probably put up a good fight against this buffalo team man and coming later on i mean this is probably a later season matchup Potentially, yeah. I, I mean, that we in could see playoffs, in the playoffs. Maybe. And honestly, I could see the Jags winning the same way they did. I I know you're high on the Bills, but no, I just... it's not that. It's just, if it's in Buffalo as opposed to in London, it's a different game. Different story. Completely different story. I agree. Home field in the States is different. But I, I feel like just... Uh, the Bills really just kind of showed what they are. I think they got exposed in this game, oh, dude. No, I wouldn't even say that. Their defense, bro, just... Players were dropping. Yeah, they're like demolished. Flies, they're demolished when it comes. Players to were dropping. Matt Milano, and he's he's fucked. He's out for the season. Yeah, he's fucked. He's out for the yeah. season, dude. It's such a shame. His leg got destroyed, pretty much. This is injuries. Injuries just fall. I mean, last week, Travis White like out for the year as well. Yeah, like they, they got Vaughn came in this game and then ended up sitting out like, the rest of the yeah. games. This team, I think mean, they had like another defensive lineman go out for the year. Like they they just got guys just dropping like flies. But, don't you think that'll play a factor? No, no, it, it it will for sure. But my 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 thing is that like the reason why I I don't I mean it's the, the Jags are a good team, so I'm not going to discredit them. But the Bills flew into London Friday night or Friday for a game on Sunday. The Jags were there for two weeks. That definitely plays a factor. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like like looking at it, like I was like, okay, like I, I get why the Jags won, and you saw it in the way they played. Like the More Jags, physical. the Bills looked out of sync because they were. And, and guys were dropping like flies, of course, again, but... But that's where... That's exactly where you expect this guy that's so hyped up with not only Sean McDermott, who's also kind of been, like, criticized heavily, but Josh Allen. I know that that's a severe disadvantage. Yeah, I mean, he, he brought them back into the game, though. Yeah, he made he did make some plays. Yeah. But I just wish that... <sighs> I mean, it was like 12-7 to 7 the first... I just want this team to shut me the fuck up about criticizing them. That's all that I want. Because I just... But I, I think people kind of knew this would be a trap game, though. But even mm. more so because the Bills flew in on Friday. Like, if they flew in on Tuesday... Yeah, which I don't know why they didn't. Right, why like, would you practice, fly in on Friday? Practice there. Why would have you fly in on Friday? Have your meetings there. What are you doing? That's... That's, if that's that a was mistake. On, if yeah. that was on the Bills... That's a mistake. That's on them. So it's definitely on them. So they choose. Yeah. They, they choose when to I'm travel? Sure, yeah. oh they they should have flew in on, on Tuesday. I, yeah. They, they play on Sunday. Should have flew in on Tuesday. That's a that's a or, mishap. Or Wednesday. And the next London game, all those teams that are playing in that are definitely going to be, you know, like, no, we're not doing what the Bills just did. Exactly. No. I think it's the Ravens and Titans next yeah. Sunday in oh, London. Yeah, great game. Yay. 
The Ravens should win that. I'll be watching. I will. For Zay Flowers purposes. Yes. Yeah, I, I will have to watch because it's in London. You, I love seeing this game expand and, across and the world. And football at 9 a.m., dude, nothing better. Exactly, bro. <clears throat> All day? Fuck yeah. But, um, yeah, now the Jags pull it with that win. Yeah, good win. It was a Defense good win. looked good. Offense looked good. But, yeah. um, overall, I don't think there was, like... I, I, I Maybe I'm starting to agree with you more than we're talking about. I, mean, I don't think this was too much of a statement win, but I still believe... It's a good win, though. Or don't believe in the Bills. It's a good win. I, yeah, I mean, with those, I, with those injuries, bro. With the injuries and just, I, I don't know, I see this. Like, year in and year out with them, man. It's a roller coaster at the start, yeah. and then they, like, go insane. And then, like, in the playoffs, they just, they, they somehow they, don't they make it. They have a tough schedule at the end of the year. They play the Cowboys, they play the Chargers, they Eagles, play the Chiefs, they Cowboys, play the yeah, Eagles. Cowboys, yeah. They wow. have, and that's within, I think that's, what, that was five games, six games. And that's within, <sighs> I think, all in a row, or maybe, like, one yeah. off week in between. They might be fucked. They have a tough schedule, dude, They'll especially with injuries. Games. You know, they're going to be in those games. They might come away with a couple of them, but, and who knows, those teams are matching up against might just be as depleted come that time, exactly. you know. But true, you can you can't look ones. ahead too much. But I mean, you just got to look at that schedule. I'm like, okay, they they got a nice gauntlet coming through, and they're gonna have to. They're really gonna show us what they are, because that's towards the end of the season too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I I learned more from the Jags this game than I did the Bills. Another yeah, one of those games where the Jags should have won this game by more than they did. Yeah, that, just, that run game. They shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Um, they had 200 yards rushing. The Bills ECM had 29 yards of rushing. Yeah. So That's the story of the game right there. It, it was. And that and the the way that Trevor Lawrence was just willing them to stay in this game with his third down conversions. It was time. There was one drive where it was three third down and longs, and all three of them were completions for first downs at Calvin Ridley. And if that's a duo that really starts clicking, man. Mm-hmm. Deadly. The AFC, they better be on notice. Kevin Ridley was held quiet the last couple weeks. He had a great first week, had a great week this past week. If if they can start clicking, Christian Kurtz, a target whore, bro, still can Evan easily Ingram. put up 1,000 yards. Evan Ingram, um, Zay Jones, when he's healthy. Year, he's just, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. I, I haven't seen any. I know he's injured. I don't know if out of the year, but I know he's injured. I mean, when he's healthy, that's one of the best so wide receiver four? three. Wide three receiver four. Yeah. Mean, yeah, he'll be listed as wide receiver three, target number four, because yeah. you include Evan Ingram, but... That's I mean that's a that's the best wide receiver three in all football maybe you yeah. know if you really break down the depth charts so maybe like you know Jackson, I, like I, I I predicted this Jags offense to be a top five offense at the start of the season and we're sort of seeing some signs here and there they're just waiting to fully have it gel and once once they do man that defense can play Josh Allen's a baller they have some studs on the back end of that secondary um, Aloha Khan's no slouch in the mm-hmm. linebacker position. Then we, we've touched on Trayvon Walker before, man. That's a good Jags team that I'm, yeah. I'm high on. They were my biggest jumpers in power rankings this week. We'll get into I'm, that. I'm, they're up there with me as well. And, but I, I just you'd like to see them sort of pull away with these games, you know? You're going to like the, um, the tier name I have them in. You're, you're going to like it. Okay. Yeah. Tier of their own? No, there's, okay. there's, there's one more team in, in the tier with them, but you're going to like the, the tier right. name for them, for sure. <laughs> but this next game on Sunday, <clears throat> which is we're starting the 1 o'clock slate, the Tennessee Titans take on the Indianapolis Colts, and the Indianapolis Colts pull away with a 23-16 win over the Titans. Um, AR went down again. Yeah. Um, concerning. Four eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's very concerning that he's put himself in a lot of like sticky situations with his uncareful running. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gardner Minshew came in and won them the game again. 
Uh, he's a really high quality backup. He's solid. And, yeah. And generally, and, and probably you, gotta, you can't forget too that Shane Steichen was his offensive coordinator yeah. when he was a backup Philly. with Philly last yeah. year, and that was the reason he that he system. came. He, that was the reason he came to back up with um, AR in Indianapolis. So I, I picked up Josh Downs on the waiver wire this week. Yeah, he's been a connection. he's been a target whore yeah. for Minshew so far. And he's out of the slot. It's a sure-handed target in PPR leagues. So if you're in one of those, Josh Downs is pretty much available. I think like 60, 70% of leagues, dude. Make sure you pick him up because he'll he'll do you some justice, especially when Minshew's starting. Even mm-hmm. with AR, he saw some volume, but you're, you're going to see more with yeah. Minshew, I, I, I feel like. Titans look abysmal, of course. As usual, nothing really to say there. But the next game we could briefly touch up on. It's a kind of a sweeper. Um, New Orleans Saints destroy the New England Patriots 34-0. to <laughs> Derek Carr comes in and just looks of average as fuck, but they still score 34 points. This is that offense, Patriots offense. It's horrible. Well, offense. Mac Jones is done. Yeah, he's got to be done. Did you see what Darren Olofsky said no. about Mac Jones and Brock Purdy? Oh, yeah. I kind of I agree with that, though. I don't, man. I mean, maybe, maybe not to that extent. I like, didn't, okay, what did now, he say? Before I, I, I didn't... I can't remember everything verbatim he said, but he pretty much said that you put Matt Jones in that offense where Brock Purdy's performing, he's doing just as good. If I, I won't say just as good, but bro, he he'd be good as fuck too, though. Any I, quarterback I in that offense, yeah, that's what I'm good. saying. I don't, yeah, everyone says that, but I don't I don't think any quarterback goes in there and does what Brock Purdy does. Or maybe does not, yeah, so not, not maybe not what he does. Kyle undefeated. Kyle Shanahan's winning percentage with Garoppolo and Purdy with the Niners is like seventy nine percent. With any other quarterback, it's like fifteen percent. I think Matt's a perfect scheme fit for that, though. But, I mean, Purdy's just as good. Like, what he's doing is not as good. Dude, there's so many sure. Purdy haters, bro. I think Purdy I don't know needs, why. He he's needs good. to have his roses, bro. No, he's hey, good, yeah. Hey, I'm not saying you guys are out of I'm just saying, like, this. I value Purdy because he plays in the system. Yeah. No mistakes. Really good pocket dude, awareness. Decent. Sunday, Sunday night, he was making some throws. Yeah, like, he's a good quarterback. I, don't even, I, I didn't really see Jimmy G make a lot of it. Yeah, it's, an, it's an easy system for sure, and he has weapons out the ass, but he's a good quarterback. He can make the throws. He's smart. Like, he's a hard worker. Like. And I forget who made this comparison, but he, they compared the college careers of Brock Purdy and Justin Fields and why one being Purdy has sort of amounted to a better career than Justin Fields so far. No expectation. Obviously, well, that, and obviously you got to take into account the system, but when... Coaching. But you got to look at their college teams. Ohio State regarded as wide receiver you, and you had the receivers that Justin Fields was going to. He didn't have to throw receivers open to win games or drive the ball down the field. They were just open, and he just yeah. had to make throws. Backs. Brock Purdy had to make... Receivers, oh, he had to throw receivers open it's hard at Ohio State. It was much harder. It was him. much harder for him to win with the receivers than he had. Yeah. He had to actually throw in the tight windows and throw his receivers open to where only they can make the catch. And that's sort of what we're seeing translate to the NFL better than Justin Fields per se. And that's a very interest. Like I don't know if introspective is the right word to put it, but that's just a very. What's the word I'm thinking of here? Like. It's just a much deeper perspective to have on it as to why someone like Brock Purdy can be amounting to the success in the NFL, being a Mr. Irrelevant, and having the expectations coming out of college, playing at a college like and like you see this sort of happen more from like you see more of like the hidden gems from these smaller schools or unsuccessful college schools that than you do out of these, like, for sure, no-brainers coming out of these colleges with elite talent at receiver, you know? Like, Drew Brees came out of Purdue. Yeah. Phillip Rivers came out of, I think, NC State. Um, 
He just don't want to run. So it's sign of Eli Manning, Ole Miss. Yeah. Um, Russell Manning, Wilson, Tennessee. fucking Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. Those two guys right there. Tom Brady, you know. Michigan. In, exactly. And he wasn't even a household name at Michigan, you know. Drew Hansen was. And, yeah. And Big who's Matt. that? Uh, yeah, he was on the 0-17 line, 0-16 line. Exactly. Big Ben, Miami, yeah. Ohio. Exactly, like, dude. Like, That's kind of crazy. I never thought about that. That's kind of crazy. That is wild, actually. Then you have Patrick Mahomes with the Texas Tech fucking exactly. offense I mean, fucking shootout. Lamar place. Jackson, Louisville. Yeah. Fucking. I mean, Dak Prescott, still Dak Prescott, but Mississippi State, you know, like yeah. he's still one of the highest paid quarterbacks of all time. He went to Mississippi State. Facts. I mean, you don't see no L- uh, I'll pass Joe Burrow, but L- LSU, <laughs> Alabama, fucking, I mean, Jalen Hurts. But, um, and two of them. I mean, you don't see yeah, a lot of that. And even people still have their reservations about the two of them. You Justin know? Herbert, Oregon. Exactly. And they're not as elite I'm as they were. Think who else is up there? Who else is up there? Aaron Rodgers, Cal. Yeah, Jared Goff, Cal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those smaller schools can really produce the better talent because they have to fight more. Exactly. And they have to like, work harder. They have harder. to play the position better and than someone who's just gifted with athleticism out the ass or receivers out the ass. You know and, what I'm saying? I, I know this is kind of a Daniel Jones, Duke. Like, that's another guy from a small smaller mm. school, you know? Yeah. Duke is not a football school. No, not at all. But, uh... I guess we can get into speaking of Jared Goff. Yeah. Uh, I already did the we already did the post game episode, but the Lions win forty two to twenty four against the Carolina Panthers at Ford Field. It was pure domination. They <laughs> they genuinely could have had a lot more points than forty two points, but I saw obviously if you listen to that post game episode, me and Logan touched up on it. But Jared Goff had a great game. Sam Laporta, baby. Sam yes, Laporta, Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond. Uh, Jack Campbell was hitting around. David Montgomery had a great game. Oh, yeah. He, he balled He's the fuck out. Yeah, he is. But the Panthers, on the other hand, Adam Thielen had a really nice game. DJ Chark, his welcome back to, to Detroit was very bad. Mm. Uh, he had a touchdown, but just he, he was relatively silent all game. Yeah. Um, what is he now? <laughs> yeah, he should have stayed, in my opinion. But it, it's one of those games where I think the Lions really did catapult themselves up into the elite team conversation, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I know I the Panthers. There. I know the Panther. Well, I anyone that had reservations still. Yeah, I know I the mean, Panthers aren't shit, but uh, just winning soundly by double digits and three back to back to back wins, you can only appreciate that. I mean, if you if you don't think the Lions are in, in the Super Bowl contenders here, I mean, they're twelve and three in their last fifteen right. games. Uh, they're they're they're, up, they're right up there with anybody. They beat the Chiefs. Like they're they're up there with anybody. Literally anybody. And I think that's all we really have to yeah. say about it, honestly. Yeah. It's kind of a walkover at a game. Panthers 0 5. <laughs> yeah, they're shit. They're, they're, dude, they're shit. And you know what I saw, actually? I saw Josh McCown at the draft shaking CJ Stroud's hand. And he's like, oh, if you're ever in Charlotte, you better have a. I hope you have a court you can play. I'm like, damn, bro. Because it's actually word mm. that the owner for the Panthers uh, yeah, didn't that. give a fuck what the coaches wanted. They wanted He yeah. wanted Bryce. So maybe that was a massive mistake. Josh, maybe. Stroud would have been fucked, though. Um. I mean, with that team. But, like, I said the same thing with the Texans. Yeah, I think a lot of people did, too. So, like, I just, I don't know. I like like D'Amico in that offense a lot more than with the Panthers. No, I agree, but two fresh start organizations with new coaches. They both were very very even on paper. Adam Thielen and Miles Sanders, Damian Pierce, and Robert Woods, as far as listing actual are like... No, I I, I agree with you, but I think this is the Texas culture. Yeah, organizational-wise. Coach-wise, everything-wise, it's so much better. Players want to play there, I feel like. Like, Reich doesn't give a fuck, I feel like. 
it's just it, it just looks rough. Yeah. Um, not think, the start you expect. I, just, I think Reich went in there was just a completely different expectations of what was going to happen. And obviously we know now with what he said about the owner and how they run things there. And now he's just in a situation where he's like, I don't want to be here. But now like you're going to fire Frank Reich and then Bryce Young has to go into a second coach. So it's, it's basically a second hey, rookie year. Not that I'm wishing downfall, but I'm here for all of that. Because then that's just less shit I have to hear about. Oh, Bears passing on Bryce Young, blah, blah, blah. There should be nobody no, saying that anymore. It's passing on C.J. Stroud, really. That's yeah, that, yeah, that would be the only thing. But no one's really even saying but even, that. But even are you taking C.J. Stroud over Justin Fields right now? Like, are, I don't no. think, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Fields over any of those quarterbacks in that draft. If I'm in the Bears position, yeah, I'm still right now, game. yeah, no, there's. I, mean, I, I, I was trading back, getting another first round pick, doing exactly what they did, and DJ Moore, exactly what they did. St- we can still do that next. Y'all got a fucking package. That's, bro. that's a whole story for another day. You can do just, it twice. Just imagine, <laughs> but dude, and imagine what the package for Caleb Williams could be based off what the package for Bryce Young. Three first round picks, four first round picks, Facts. and more. And uh, this next game, Logan, I know it's gonna be tough. But uh, uh, the Miami Dolphins take on the New York Football Giants. Scored 16 points. You, the offense didn't, you didn't give up seven. <laughs> the offense didn't give up, didn't score points. Daniel Jones didn't die. It kind of did. Yeah. The Dolphins scored 31. The Giants scored 16. <laughs> the Giants took a, took a nice L there. It was laughable, bro. Um, Devon A-Chain burned for like 75-yard touchdown. Tyreek Hill burned our six-round rookie corner. Out for the season. Yeah, it's just it's it's just, four weeks. Oh, okay. Just fucking. What is it, Winkendale or something? Mar- a Wink Martindale. Martindale decided to put a fucking rookie on press coverage on Tyreek Hill with no safety, no safety help, help yep. over the middle. Like, what are we doing? Like, Pinnock what are we doing? Had, Pinnock had a great ninety-seven yard yeah, return. Yeah, one hundred two. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me, Pinnock. I the guy you actually shouted out on the pod. Check the receipts. He's a dog. Um, he's the only touchdown we had on. What on, a on play! What a play! I mean, he's been good like for a minute. I mean, bad, like too much zip on the ball from Tua, yeah, and then it just throw, yeah. t- tips up, and he just makes the play, and then makes the dash. And that was yeah. awesome to see. I really thought that that was like a really good yeah. opportunity for them to turn the game around, but mm, nope. the offense is no. useless. Miami had 524 yards of offense. Oh my what, what god. Are we at? 268. Yep. That's, that's, that's surprising, honestly. Two threw for more yards than the Giants had as a team. I'm not going to lie, guys. Uh, no offensive touchdowns. Logan, I know this is going to hurt to hear, but I actually firmly believe if you line up the Birmingham Stallions with Skip Holtz no. out there. No. All right, Alex Magoo. Dexter is, Lawrence. Is, is, Dexter Lawrence. But you know what Alex Magoo is no. going to do? He's going to be like, oh, brush my hair. He's going to run for 35 yards. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But like either way, it, just, uh, it, it didn't even feel like 268 yards. I know. Technically, I guess if you add the pick six. Tyron I mean, came in. I don't think that counts. It should in their in their situation. It would um, make it look better. But yeah, Dan got sacked like six times. Six a game. times, yeah. got hit fourteen. Uh, another neck another week, another week, another Evan Neal missing somebody or blocking. He needs to be cut. He's awful, bro. He needs to be cut. Joshua Azudra, our, our left tackle, got pulled because he had like three penalties and three sacks given up. Our, our our backup right guard got hurt. Our backup center got hurt. Our backup left guard, like yeah, we're fucked, bro. Come out from. Like we we had fourth string starting on on the, on the offensive line. Dave on the I wonder, Ty, I wonder if Tyler oh, McGee, no. former USFL Miami Stallion, didn't there ever been someone that's gone from winning coach of the year to going zero and seventeen? We have one win. Oh, one and sixteen. Yeah, oh, man, I, no, I don't never. Know, that's that's a first. But uh, I, I think I, I don't know, bro. But like we're we're awful. We, we might not win a game the rest of the year. Let's look at the schedule, bro. Uh, this week's B- uh, Buffalo, Buffalo on Sunday night. Then you got Washington. Washington. Then you got the Jets. Then the That's Raiders. So you have three Two very winnable games. You have the Cowboys, and you have Washington, and then you have New England. 
And you have Green Bay, New Orleans, New can win. Philly, LA Rams, and Philly. So like what? Four wins? Five wins most? Uh, if I'm the Giants, I'm really trying to aim for that two win mark so, so that I can potentially go get that playmaker. Let's think about this though. So Patriots, Washington twice is always good. I think they'll, they'll probably beat us both times, honestly. Um, Oof, they might, bro. No, they, they will. Jets? Jets, may, Jets are going to beat us. No way. Yeah, they're going to beat us. With uh, defense, New Orleans, yeah. maybe. Raiders? Raiders, ah. maybe. So three more wins? So yeah, four. I don't know. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you guys finished with like three or four. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about the Saints, bro. Their defense is good. We'll, we'll trade you guys that first pick for three first-rounders. Shit, we might have it, bro. And Dexter Lawrence. We might have it, bro. No, the, the Panthers will still be on oh, the 17, shit, right. bro, and we have that pick. So I'll take number two and take Jake May. Are the Panthers going to win a game? Maybe. Maybe, Maybe against, against the Bears. The, yeah, the, for the Falcons or the Saints. No, I think the Bears come in there to <laughs> blow them out of the water so they stay winless and we get that low pick. Yeah. That'd be nice. But the next or game... we'll just tie. Oh, Sorry, Trevor. No, you're good. It could be a tie. It could be a yeah. fuck you to the world. Yeah. Um, but the next game is the Ravens taking on the Steelers in a terrible game. Uh, the Steelers won 17-10. to 10. The Ravens had like fucking 12 drops so in this game, bro. So much for Lamar being MVP, dude. I mean, dude, he does a lot of drops. But dude, no, but he had 94.6 QBR. But the turnovers at the end of the game lost them in this yeah. game. If people are going to hold that against Fields the way they do, I got to hold it no, against yeah, Lamar can't, the yeah, way you do. Them, but he still has, I think, eight turnovers so far this season. A lot. Too many. I, I, th- I think I learned more about the Ravens being shit this game than yeah. anything about the Steelers. The Steelers are still shit. Like they oh, they should they lost this game. I'm gonna backtrack real quick. Jared Goff has the best QBR in the league, and he's the highest graded PFF quarterback in the league as well. So mm-hmm. did anyone expect that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe top five, top ten. Honestly, top five, top ten, not best. I could have seen it. I could see a scenario. Dark horse MVP. Like if if you yeah yeah but like if, if you told me that before the season, I'd be like okay, that's not, I'm not surprised. You want to hear his odds increase? Plus 3,000. He's now at 10th best odds to win MVP. He should be higher, honestly. Justin he Fields had more bets than Pat Mahomes and Ew. Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow combined. Ew. Ew. Damn. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> but getting back to what you were saying, though, you learned that the Ravens were more shit. Yeah, than... yeah. I mean, drops offensively. The defense giving that up at the end. Um, Kenny Pickett called that play at the line of three. Yeah, did you see the video of yeah. Canada and the booth afterwards? He, he just, just... stone-faced. Like, he's like, oh, shit. They didn't, they didn't fucking... not just celebrate your team's game? Because it wasn't his play call, and he's a fucking... He needs to be fired, bro. He's an idiot, bro. Like, how does he have a job? Like, no, like, actually, deadass, like, I'm actually... The that's same just a way Ron Rivera does, I guess? No, 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 like, no, like, that... Like, Ron Rivera went to a Super Bowl, bro. Yeah. Matt yeah, Canada? Yeah. Matt Canada what has... What What... Like, first of all, what has he done? This is the first question. Second of all, like, this is what he's the, doing. Like, dude, what has he scored over 20 points? Have they this year? Maybe. Once? Bro, come on, bro. With wide receivers like George Pickens? Come on, bro, come on. They, they, sh- they should be... And, and uh, Johnson, that, that other... He's, uh, he's still hurt, but, I mean, still. I mean, and Pat... Uh, Matt, uh, excuse me, Fairmove. Pat Fryer moved, yeah, yeah, dog. He got hurt, yeah. He got hurt, oh yeah. my god. So maybe they are dealing with stuff. Well, they've, way. they've scored 26 and 23 this year. Okay. But... But... Their offense hasn't been... A, credited for any of it. The, the game they scored 26, they had three field goals, so they had nine, or they had two field goals, I'm sorry. They had six points from Chris Boswell, then they had 14 points from their defense. So they only had one touchdown that game offensively. This is, <laughs> this last statement is going to wrap up this game for the Steelers. I saw a clip of Chris Boswell like two years ago, Matt Canada or something, he's like dabbing up Tomlin after like a win, and they run into the locker room together. 
And right after Chris Boswell was like, you know damn well that wasn't because of you. Right in the right in the hall. Like and I'm like, damn, bro, no faith. Good. It just shows what Matt Canada is to the players. And honestly, the fact that the organization has kept him around this long yeah, is crazy. Is, is, it does raise questions, especially when you have the owners like the Roonies and you have a head coach like Tomlin. Like, why? Like, these guys aren't, these people aren't stupid. They know, like. They must be boys. Tomlin and Canada must be, be boys. Like, or they, they must have something on Tomlin. You must have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess moving into this next game, a game that I really just want to, if you guys don't mind, just two seconds. Yeah. The Falcons take a nice win over the. Uh, the Texans, 21-19. This was a great game. game. One of the games of the week. Yes. Great game, bro. CJ Stroud put up a fucking fight. God damn. It's not bro. enough this week. Still no picks. Um, but I'll say this. We were shitting on Desmond Ritter. They put the ball in his hands this game, and he won it. Yeah. He did a lot better. Seven-yard rushing touchdown, plus that really nice throw. Yeah. I, I got to give him credit, man. He, of course. This was a good game for him, a rebound game for him as a young quarterback to come in and actually be the reason they won. He put. He's the reason they scored those two, like fourteen points. That's <laughs> and that Texans defense just keeps showing that inconsistency this week in and week out. Like they have some weeks where they look great, and then we get weeks like this where you're like yeah. Desmond Ritter put up damn near four hundred yards against yeah. you. Yeah. Like, but there's there's no expectations. But I do really, you know. I do believe that it is the talent lack a little bit as well. Demi Ryan is trying like, to do a lot with they kind of got talent on that defense. Like, I feel like though, not obviously not like. You know, good young talent. Yeah, they, like Jalen Petrie, I know, and Will Anderson, of course. Derek Singley is injured. Yeah, yeah, he's hurt right now. I know that. But, but still, like, they, have, they have some guys in that defense. You know, they do. They they're good at the back end. Their corners, even with Stingley when he's healthy, still very suspect. But they have Petrie, then they have the other safety. Oh, this is gonna bother me. I'm gonna pull it up real quick. No, they cut Desmond King. I don't know where he is now. Probably I think, he's still, a, I think he's still a free agent. But yeah, I mean, but I think this is definitely just a young team still um, trying to find its identity as a whole. But they're Jimmy, definitely on Jimmy the right Ward. Track. Jimmy, Jimmy Ward. Ward. Yeah, he's he's good. He's a good safety. Yeah, yeah he's I mean, a little bit older, like, but he's he's good. They brought in like Sheldon Rankins too. I know that. Like they brought in. They some have Jason Barrett there. Who, Jason Barrett. He's I, good, but he's healthy. Yeah, that's that's the one guy I've always sort of just been so. It's just so unfortunate, dude. Yeah. Corey Littleton, Denzel Perriman, they just they have a very old and seasoned defense, but just nothing that's gonna blow you away. Mm-hmm. But I mean that's sort of it's what you want when yeah. you have I mean you have you have a cornerstone piece, you have a cornerstone young player at all three levels of that defense. Will Anderson on the defensive line, um well it's the linebacker. Then you have Derek Stingley at corner, then you have yeah, Petrie at safety. Yeah. So three of your four pivotal positions you have cornerstones in and they're bringing all these veteran players around them to learn from. Jimmy Ward at safety is 32. Denzel Perriman, or not Denzel Perriman, Southern Rankins, like you touched on, he's 30, 29, 30, around that age for Will Anderson, you know. Then um, Jason Verrett, never really healthy, but still a very seasoned veteran in this league. And, of course, D'Amico Ryan's most of all. Exactly, at the start, at the top of it all. Mm-hmm. So For this game, I didn't really learn much from Houston, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest with you. Because I, I just it's don't not, have another week. I don't have any expectations. All yeah. all I saw was more progress out of CJ Stroud in this offense, and if it did tell me anything, it's just they're still right on schedule for where they're supposed to be. I agree. You, you know, yeah, one hundred percent. This was a tough one. This was a tough game, but a tough win for the Falcons and um, Kyle Two Pitts. Two young teams, really. Yeah. About it, yeah. Kyle Pitts still absent and just non-existent. He came. He came. He came more to life this yeah. game. This was his best game of the season. Honestly, yeah, and it seven attribute, catches, eighty-seven yards. It does but, attribute to the fact that Desmond had over three hundred thirty yards passing, I believe. Like, but the thing is, you'd expect this game out of Kyle Pitts. Like the expectations for him, 
is bare minimum like seven catches, 87 yards. This was Desmond Ritter's best career performance, and he still didn't even really light up the stat sheet. Kyle Pitts. Pretty good stats for tight end, though. Yeah, but like for someone of Kyle Pitts' expectations, when your quarterback goes for almost 400 yards, uh, like expectation for him is like 100 and a touchdown or something like that, you know. But I think if you look at his stat line, seven for 87, like, that's good. But yeah, if, it's, if it's seven for 87 with touchdown, like okay, that's a good stat line. I feel like had 11 targets, so I mean, yeah, that's a good stat line. It's just you start to see this weekend and week out. From what did um. Half. Nine targets, six catches, seventy-eight yards. Okay. Jonah Smith, seven targets, six catches, sixty-seven yards. And after that, just fall off, falls okay. off. Yeah, so he's spreading the ball around a little bit, using, using all of his. Guys. I mean, yeah, there was four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, pass eleven, catchers. eleven pass catchers or ten pass catchers. Eleven people were targeted. And so. the run game wasn't really that well. That didn't do that well either, right? Didn't it? No, he didn't do much for me in fantasy. They only averaged average two point seven yards. On the Besides ground. that receiving touchdown, you know. So that does a tribute to the Texans shutting down that run yeah. game. But this time, Desmond Ritter actually just kind I mean, of better 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 back end. And that's just going back to the Texans. If you want to feel good about it, I mean, that's the game plan. They go yeah. in there and shut down that run game, and exactly. it worked perfectly. The you game plan to was to go in yeah. there and have Ritter beat you, and I mean, he props to him. He did. Yeah. You know, you just. Tip your cap and move on. Exactly. I agree with that. On the next week. And on to the next game, for yes, that matter. Yes, yes. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles remain undefeated over the win um, against the L.A. Rams, 23-14. to Another gritty win for the Eagles. Yep. Uh, uh, Cooper Cup returned. That good game for him. Puka Nakua, good game for him. Mm-hmm. Stafford still playing good ball. Um, but this was just the storyline of the Eagles' defense, just disrupting, yeah. being those playmakers. Yeah. The, the youngness and, and the, the veterans that are like teaching – all these really good playmakers, especially like their depth guys, like I don't see there's I don't see a weakness on that defense. Bro. This team's gonna be good for a long next time. Ten years, a long time. Except for that, bro, it really is. And we saw it against the Rams, and the Rams is a team that's been coming in and putting up points, yeah. winning yeah. those shootouts, and they just really were kind of like behind the whole time. It was close at one point. They're just, they're, they fought. They, they did, did fought. This the, the team is just not good enough. They, the, this does not reflect a fourteen point performance, no. in my opinion. No, because Cooper Cup had like six catches. Cooper Cup had a good game too. Yeah, yeah they both had like seven catches. Yeah, they both had seven. They both ended up with yeah. seven. Yeah, like that's what you want, but like their defense just couldn't hold and, the Eagles at bay. And they still kept it close. And this, all this did is that it told me that there's a clear gap here between these two teams. Yeah, but if. The Rams weren't in a position where they sold their soul to win the Super Bowl and they had a more formidable team. I think it would have went towards more so my prediction of them upsetting them. Like, if they still had the difference makers all around, like the Jalen Ramseys, the Bobby Wagners, obviously that's just like a once in a... But, dude, yeah. they also lost... They, Floyd, they lost yeah. key players. Like, there's are still... still in teams. And that's yeah. like... That's just... That's just what I'm taking away from more than anything with this game is that... I mean, time and time again, I've said it. People thought the Rams were just going to be pushovers this so season. Too. Me too. And they just continue to prove people wrong week in and week out. This team's going to this, this, be a good team for like a while. I know Stafford's getting old, but they have, they're, they're the youngest team in the NFL. They're up there. I think that he's going to be a great transitional piece to them for them to finally get a nice young quarterback and back keep in. Keep Aaron they retires, of course. Yeah. And to keep those two until they retire, of course. And I imagine Stafford, maybe one more year, yeah. maybe, maybe two max, but... Um, I, I agree with everything you just said about the Rams, Brandon. I, I think that this team's going to be formidable this year, especially mm-hmm. in that division. Not against the Niners, but I think they can definitely contend with the Seahawks again. I think they've kept it. I think they had the closest game against the Niners than anybody else did this season, yeah. They only, they only lost by seven. Yeah. And then everyone else has just been blown out by yeah. the Niners. The Niners haven't scored less than 30 points at all this That's season, crazy. which is just fucking absurd. That is fucking wild, actually. <laughs> Their offense is insane. But yeah, but all that talk about, you know, 
Sean McVay retiring, Matt Stafford getting traded, Aaron Donald retiring, from, dude, like that. Um, I never understood that. But like, you, like you look at all that, the Rams are in a pretty good position, franchise-wise. Yeah, yeah. 100%. no, like they're in a good spot to build yeah. on, exactly. you know. But not I, this year. They just don't have the capital sure. to build on. They have nothing draft-wise. So. No, they, they have a pick this year. But, but they yeah. they have like four picks. That's all right. If I'm bummed, I'm really trying to market free agency very well if possible well that or they start trading some people and start getting more but picks that's what's even crazier though is the lack of picks they had and they're still very well, that's what I'm saying that's, yeah. that's they, what I'm saying like if they can figure that out like they're right back to where they were a couple years ago mm-hmm. they did just offload Van Jefferson to the Falcons they did, and they yeah. got some picks so they're starting to build up on the some picks really they just gotta yeah. keep doing that for just depth players you know bridge players and you can still get some draft Cam Akers into that with yeah. yeah so they're trying to already kind of maneuver their way in a better position and I think it's working and it's clearly resulting in some wins and gritty contests I, I, I like what I'm seeing yeah, out of the Rams I, I, they're, gonna, they're gonna be I don't know what the quarterback, quarterback situation is gonna be like after Stetson Stafford Bennett's still there Stetson he still, is still does there. not have his degree guys it's okay he's not even there though Like he's still on like he's still there He's yeah. somewhere. He's he somewhere. Contract sign you know, he's, he's there. Some, he's in spirit there, you know? Yep. But uh, the next game is, we're talking about offense explosion. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals, my mm. biggest movers of the week. Smart Chase, baby! Yeah. Um, 34 to 20 over the Arizona Cardinals. Obviously, it's the Cardinals, but this is a team that puts up a fight every week, despite who they're playing, and we see that. You know, they've, they've let it kind of loose towards the tail end of the game, but I, I will say this about the Cardinals. I, this is the only thing I'll say about the Cardinals. They put up a fight, and I got to give Jonathan Gannon a little more credit. I mean, they should not even have one win this year, um, no, but they, they do. Dallas. And I'll just say this: you know, props to them. But and they, they might be like one in sixteen. But yeah, they're competing every game mostly. For the most look part. at Joshua Dobbs, bro, going out there slinging the rock. You know, it may not be winning them or anything, but it's respectable. They're, they're orchestrating something. They're not just throwing the season away, bro. You know, no, not at all. But uh, let's get to the real storyline of the game: is the Smart Bengals Chase. exploding? Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase, perfectly. 52 points for That's me really in fantasy, it. baby. 52 <laughs> Chase points. And Bill 52 for, points for you in fantasy. Yeah. Jamar Chase had 15 catches for how many yards? And three yeah, 12 catches. 100, oh, I'm looking at the Rams game. What the fuck? Why can't I? Yeah, it was like 14 or 15 for like 190 or and something. Three tighties. He was going uh, off. Or he was breaking. He was breaking. I 15 defense, for 192 and three touchdowns. <laughs> wow. So a lot of really big performances from wide receivers this weekend. Yeah, um, every week really. Yeah. it's been kind of crazy. A lot of explosions regarding the past game, and um, you know Joe Burrow finally let loose this game. Looks a little, little better, a little more in form. Um, but Jamar Chase stole the show, uh, and this is also like. And they have a tough three-game stretch coming up. So they this was this. the perfect tune-up game. They play the Seahawks next week. Then they have the Niners and Bills back to back games. Mm. They need to win at least two of those games. They need two. They're what two and three? Yeah, yeah they're, and they're, they're last in the division right now. And if they're gonna drop two more of those games, yeah, it's and they, they still have. play the Jaguars this season. Why they start? They Joe still Burrow play. The they still the play the Chiefs this season, bro. Is he still? Is he even healthy yet? Not. He's, he's, Dude, he the looked, Bengals have one of the toughest schedules, bro, and they've already been off to a rough I will start, say so. this: he looked healthy in this Arizona game. He looked more like the Joe Burrow that I'm used to like seeing. He threw more off that, that leg. Yeah, no, more power in his throws. My God, he was, dude, oh my God, he was launching the ball. Okay. No problems there. But the real concern, in my personal opinion, is still that O-line. There was still pressure uh, from the Cardinals. I mean, come on. He, he, this is a highest paid I mean, they're quarterback. Scrappy. They're, they're, scrappy. they're scrappy, but no. Uh, that, no, come on. This is the $275 million man. 
Hey, but let's, let's, that's the offensive line, though, you know? It, it is, but I just want to see, like, bro, like, look at look at the Lions, bro. Look at the Cowboys yeah, when they're they playing well. They all have good old lines, though. But I, I feel like this team needs to start prefacing that and protecting him. Otherwise, yeah. they're going to continue to go through these sputters, and that's why they're 2-3. and three. They may actually be fucked regardless. You listing off those three teams, if they lose two of those games, well, and they still play the Chiefs later on. Too, if they go, if they go three and five, I think they're. I think it's. They they, they, they gotta, can come back from that though. But in that they, division, they gotta yeah. do that in that division. But you say that in that division, but That's we've tough. already seen two of those three teams beat them this year pretty yeah, handily. True. And you know, and they're gonna have to claw back and like, even if they say they do come playoff time, they're gonna be fucking Be-ed. beaten up, dude. Tired as fuck. Yeah, so like overachieving all year. Season for them, really. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a tough little spot to be yeah. in. Just it was for a, now. it was a good win for them. Though. It was. Very yeah, and I know they're supposed so. to win this game, but statement win for sure with Jamar Chase. Good good way to put it. It was a statement win yeah. for the Bengals. Um, but the next game, the Jets took on the Denver Broncos. Snooze fest. Uh, yeah, so, yeah thirty one to twenty one. The Jets pulled this off. Really good defensive performance by the Jets. Russell Wilson, G was good. I don't know. You might need this. I don't know what they do with him. How did Zach Wilson do? Terrible. He, really? He, yeah. did, he did. Honestly, yeah, he bad. threw he threw more yards than Zach Wilson or than Russell Wilson, but uh, he, he, it was bad. It was read like off those completions. Um, Zach Wilson was nineteen for twenty six, one hundred ninety nine yards, one pick. Russell oh. Wilson was twenty for thirty one, one hundred ninety six yards, two <laughs> touchdowns. Zach Wilson's right. not it, bro. Bre- Brees Hall, <laughs> Brees Hall was the story. Yeah, that's where he of the went game. off. Yeah, Brees Hall was the story of the game. They said they were going to unleash him. They finally unleashed him. He's he by far no snap count yeah, anymore. Yeah, no snap count. He's by far their best player. I mean, I say by far. On offense. So, yeah. Garrett Wilson's still there, too. But, but with no quarterback, yeah, what can he do? Yeah, you've got to take that into account. But, dude, he's he's special, bro. Brees Hall is special. Dude, this Another is Another Ohio State alum. Is he from Ohio State? Or, not Ohio State, Iowa State. I'm Iowa sorry. State, yeah. He played dude, with Brock Purdy at Iowa State. Denver has the 32-ranked pass defense, and you throw 199. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's pathetic, yeah, it bro. Was, it was rough, bro. It, it was a snooze fest. I don't Let's, even know how this many points were scored. Yeah, defense and Brees. I know the, the, the Jets got a defensive touchdown at the end that sealed it. Um, Russ. Bryce Hall, actually. That's another thing. They have Brees Hall and Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall, the corner out of, I think, Virginia. And they have, like... Garrett Wilson, Zach Wilson. And they, and, <laughs> and they have um, the Michael Carter and Michael Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fucking odd. That's what the names, bro. Yeah, bro, but... Yeah, just a just a snooze fest. Uh, Russell Wilson got a safety as an intentional grounding penalty. Nice. So that that happens. There was a seven to five scoreline at one point. W. No, can I just say this? I, I why did Sean Payton choose this team? Why did this team choose Sean Payton? I get it. I, just, I, mean, like, I get it, but, but I, I think trading a first round pick for him is suck, bro. Yeah, what wow. a time to be a Broncos fan, dude. Oh, I'm so sorry. Anyone in Denver tuning in, dear God. Dear God. They need to ship off Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, bro. Who's who's more fucked, them or us? I mean, the worst part of it is is that they can score, but they still suck. At least you know, like injuries and coaching is, and and probably no, quarterback, quarterback, offensive line. Think about that team without Russ, though. Yeah, I would. Rather see it. And it's, it's easier. Russ. It's easier to get out of Dan's contract than it is Russ's. I, I think they're even worse. The last three games, besides yeah, besides the win, the game before that, Den- Russell Wilson has lost them, like almost 
all of their games this year. Even with how bad he's been, dude, I think anybody else is just worse than there. Bro, I would rather see Drew Locke hitting oh, the gritty no. on the bench you know how again. Bad that would be with him in there. Like, bro, just take me back to those years with Trevor I'm Simeon. Just fucking on the bench, just singing whatever song that was, the Jeezy song or something. So, so great you guys song. think the Broncos yeah, are more is, fucked than song. we are? I think in terms no. of... Ah, uh, no. No. Uh, no. You had the coach of the year last year. Bro, what What the fuck, bro? Both teams are fucked, bro. But the Giants have a slight edge of being more I, fucked. I, you think I, so? I think yeah. So. Because they... they they, I, they, what happened? You have nothing. Like you had something on paper, then you actually find out. See, with the one, Broncos, you have they can at least trade like a Jerry Judy, Cohen, something, get some assets out of that. You don't even have like a. Yeah, Dexter, I mean, we're, we're, we just signed Dexter Lawrence. Don't move. Right? You can't move him. He's yeah, a no, foundation. We, we just signed him. Yeah, like Dexter Lawrence, Andrew Thomas. We got Kayvon. We got some guys there. You can't move anyone on the defense. Dante Banks. But, but you don't want to move anyone on the defense. Nah. Xavier McKinney, maybe. Maybe, but like honestly. I wouldn't. Dory Jackson. D- defense isn't your problem. It's bro, no, I think it's everything. The, it's, everything. it's everything, but defense is one of the least of your problems. You know, but I, I think we just gotta tear it down from the top, honestly. Like like <sighs> just anybody who's anybody who's like walking, like who's gonna be a free agent next season, let like trade them now to get a pick out of them. And then like keep Dable, fire everyone else. Like keep the GM and Dable with like fire the whole coaching staff. I agree. And maybe Denver should think about the same fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might have to just have to rip the band They're tainted, bro. They're tainted. I would get rid of everyone, bro. I, I, like, literally everyone. If, I, if I'm Denver. Like, I'm not getting rid of... Like, at least with the Giants, you can say, keep Dayball mm. and your GM. But with Denver, like, I'm actually saying just fire everyone. Like, get everyone out of the building yeah. right now. Because it's failed. Mm. And it has not worked, even with new ownership. Stop. Just stop. Hold your horses. <laughs> And let's get some new people in. Mm-hmm. But let's move into this next game. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Minnesota Vikings, and the Kansas City Chiefs won twenty-seven to twenty. And this was a uh, this was a good game. I watched the I think the first three quarters, and I was like, uh, it was a good game, but like it was boring. The Chiefs had, the Chiefs had control the whole way. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't what you would thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, the over under was fifty-two and a half. Justin still, still came short of that. Justin Jefferson got hurt. Yeah. That for four weeks on IR. Yeah, it was a boring game, but nowhere near as close as it finished out. Yeah. It really wasn't. I mean, you had you had a somewhat of an offensive eruption in the first half, then it kind of just died. But uh, yeah, it was just a boring game all around. I don't really have and much the else Chiefs, to say to it. Dude. Honestly, I've been winning these gritty games, and they're playing that winning formula of ball. Mm-hmm. Not flashy. They're not playing their best, um, but they are winning. Oh, just winning. Yeah, that's all that matters. And a, a good thing that I have noticed is even with the lackluster ability of talent, and this is something I always put in the question with Patrick Mahomes, since that you know kind of obviously wasn't entirely his fault, but the hilarious loss in the Super Bowl against Tom Brady, is could he elevate a team that wasn't superstar packed? Yes. Like with yeah. you know, and, and this is showing that he can. Yeah. Like he he's throwing the like besides I know he has Travis Kelsey I know shout out to Rasheed Rice but they, got me did thirteen points yeah. this week as a plug like, and play in fantasy and Kadarius Tony he's like winning with guys that aren't like household names that aren't Sky Moore yeah like even catching the ball um, yeah, he, he's, he's done some things and they're doing it they're yeah. winning they've only lost one game against some would argue top three team in ball right now yeah. and a team they might 
He's facing the Super Bowl. Who knows? Oh, no. Throwing that <laughs> no, out it's there. Definitely an option. Like, um, but not impossible. I w- dude, you know how much I'd love to see that because all I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be say trashed. before you know, I'm I'm getting trashed. <laughs> but before kickoff, I'm just gonna read off the winning to loss record between Jared Goff and Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes. It, it's two and zero. It Jared is. Goff, and it, it, it will be three and zero. Uh, in that case, but I guess moving forward to the next game, um, the Cowboys embarrassed got embarrassed by the 49ers. Like, this was Sunday night, right? This yeah, was this, this Sunday, was Sunday night, night yeah. uh, finale uh, for Sunday. The Cowboys lost 10 to 42 against the 49ers. Brock Purdy looking worse. like MVP, in my opinion, or damn near close to it. I, I would Prescott. argue Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott played the worst game in the past 15 I've seen of him, man. I uh, it was bad, bro. I, I will say the shout out to Kamonte Turpin, great catch, great. Just, I love how when he caught the ball for that twenty six yard touchdown, he fell back ten yards because it just it's <laughs> the weight and force of it was just too much for. It. I love I love KT, bro. Twenty twenty two USF MVP. I like how you pointed out. Sorry to interrupt you, but both all, all the points from this game were from the USFL guys. Yes, sir. Brandon Aubrey with the fifty yard field goal. Just a just a legend. Notre Dame legend. USL Championship League. Soccer player, Birmingham Stallion, two-time champion, Dallas Cowboy kicker. What team did he play for in the USL? Stallions. He was. He was oh, you. I said USL. Oh, USL. Soccer. Yeah, he also played uh, Charleston Battery, I believe. Ah. So yeah, it, not much. I think he only started uh, or played in like fifteen appearances. Interesting. But though. really cool that he had like that soccer background, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go kick." Now he's kicking for the. And he got two Cowboys. championships in the USFL, and now kicking he's the Dallas Cowboys. He's showing everyone that. You know, while flaccid, he has an eight-inch penis. Oh! And he's kicking bombs for the Dallas Cowboys out there. Kicking <laughs> the bombs? That's one, that's one way to put it. It is. It is. And I will say this. Kevante Turpin, I know he got injured, but I really want to see them utilize him like they did. Because, like, dude, you saw what? You saw the speed, bro. Might as well. I mean, what else do you have to fucking do? Bro, you saw Where's the Brian speed. Where's Brian all year? Bro. Nowhere, bro. I was so high bro. on him coming into this offense, dude. dude. Nah, bro. Well, go watch the touchdown. If you're out there, go watch it. He burned everyone in that backfield. He burned everyone. Every, like, and that's the, that's the 49ers backfield. That's the best defense in ball. And this is a USFL player yeah. out there. That's fucking sick. That's a story. That you, how can you not be romantic about football? That's that's why I love this sport. But I guess moving forward, besides the Cowboys just getting their ass smacked, um, and the 49ers just dominating them the past three times, four times even. I think they played them. They just won something like that. McCaffrey fourteen games in a row was a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy four touchdown passes. Three of them to George Kittle got me thirty points in fantasy. Fuck, dude, my team was. I had the best fantasy week of my life this week. <laughs> Almost 200 points? If I had 199.1, so I was point nine away, Damn. and I had Trevor Lawrence in my lineup and Zay Flowers in my lineup. Trevor Lawrence fumbled the ball twice. That's four points that he lost, and Zay Flowers had, like, three or four drops. I could have had, like, 220 points, bro, if Fuck. they didn't drop the ball and fumble the ball, yeah. dude. You all know what happened to me? So we're going to get into this next game with the Packers, but I was up by one point. On the last drive of Jordan Love and threw a pick and I lost by one. Oh no! Yeah, my dude. Yeah. I was sort of on the other side. <laughs> you, of you were like there with me, right? Like you're, I was talking to you when it was happening, right? No, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was talking. I was like, yeah, Jordan Love looked like shit. Like I was, I was telling. Oh you, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude, dude honestly, you're pissed. Yeah, I was pissed. I, I was like, what the fuck? I, now that I think about it, I think this was my best week overall in fantasy in my entire life. So I had almost two hundred in one league. 
my other league, I had the Justin Fields and DJ Moore stack. So that was 95 <laughs> points from two players. <laughs> then the third league, going into the last game, the Raiders and Packers, I had Josh Jacobs and the dude I'm playing had Jordan Love and Devontae Adams. I was down by like eight or ten points or something like that. Josh Jacobs put up 20, and Jordan Love and Devontae Adams put up a combined like seven points. And I ended up winning by like 10, dude. Mm -hmm. And if you have any type of different game from Adams or Love, that doesn't happen, dude. (laughs) I just, all around, bro. Just fantasy gods are on my fucking side this week, dude. What a weekend. Yeah. Not on my side this week, but Jordan Love. Well, Jordan Love wasn't on my side this week, but he's. I think he's been the rest of the year for me because of that. He should be. I picked up Matt Stafford and I actually did Strauss. I think I'm rocking with them too. You have to, bro. After that to. shit, like, <clears throat> which I guess that was a good time to get into this Packers game, I'd say. I would say so yeah. myself. This The Packers took on the Las Vegas Raiders in Las Vegas. They lost 13-17 to 17 in more a game shit, they should have won. More shit primetime games, bro. Right. More shit primetime, but... Jordan Love in that offense, yeah. trending that, that's down. What I was, that's what I was going to say. I don't think this. I don't think this is a. I don't think this is like a good win for the Raiders. I think it's a bad loss for the oh, Packers. Oh, hundred percent, dude. Three picks from Jordan Love. You're just like that dude. one. Just the first one to Spillane. Who was Spillane? First of all, I had to ask myself like, yeah, who yeah, the fuck yeah, is yeah, Spillane, yeah, yeah, bro? yeah, yeah. Let's scratch I, my head. I, I told you, I was like, yeah, he, I was like, I was like yeah, he threw a pick straight at him, like straight. And then, the dude, it and was then you bad. saw it, and I, I was like, yeah. I never like, heard of him until I was on underdog. He's on the Steelers. I, think. I was, I was on underdog betting before the game, trying to just get a nice Monday night little betting action, and I saw Spillane on there. I'm like. Oh, I've never seen that. I didn't bet him. I never saw that guy before. I don't know who the fuck that is. Bro, they I'm, made, I'm they looking back, and every fucking time I'm looking back, he's picking it off. I'm like, dude, what? How many picks did he have? Two. What? Really? Two. Yeah, he had two oh, picks. Yo, what? Or, he had two picks Monday night at the linebacker the position. Fuck? Yo, what? Yeah. He's been the Steelers. I know that. Yo, bro, Jordan Love. Now that you say that, I have heard that name from yeah. the Steelers before. Hey, can you check his QBR? Because it was seven oh, it was versus awful. the Lions. It was awful. Was it worse than seven? And I, I saw this. It was uh, thirteen point two. How is it better than the Lions? Uh, well, I saw this uh, this picture on Instagram, this post, and it said that in the first half, like in the first half of games, Jordan Love is like the worst rated quarterback in football, and in the second half, he's like the best rated quarterback in football. Well, I didn't play like it Monday night. But like, it, it's it's that inconsistency, yeah. and like. It is. He, and this week he played like he played like he does in the first half every game for the whole game. This except he couldn't turn it on the second half. It's, you know I mean? it's drowning the team. Yeah, it's, and and the defense looked awful. They had fucking Preston Smith lined up man on man with. I don't know Adams. what that was. It's I, the defensive coordinator, bro. He's an idiot. What I, I, that was. I said this on our, on our recap episode. The, 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 excuse me, the defensive coordinator is an idiot. Like he, I, and that's just kind of that's Joe Barry. That's scary because Matt Lafleur is a, a defensive guy. Like, I think he's an offensive guy. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I was heard like he would. You know, kind of keep that stout defense. I, I don't know. Like, he's, he's he has a full rounded coach, yeah, mind, is, like Shanahan. Yeah. I but I, I think that that was a scary loss for them. No, yeah, no, I enjoyed I, it. I did too. <laughs> I, what I, what I want to think great. though is that, like, with the inconsistencies, does that mean next week the Packers are going to play a lot better? Until they get Aaron Jones back, I think they just continue playing like this. And, and I think I like, that's how crucial he is to that offense. And I like how he was using Christian Watson a lot. I think he's going to be a good. Like I agree. He's not in this offense for sure. I got him in like the eleventh round in fantasy. Really? Bro. Yeah, wide well, receiver one in the eleventh round. I picked him like early. I think that just shows you how like mistake everybody everybody just was not that high on Jordan Love. I mean, as far as the fantasy leagues go, because no one no one wanted to pick him, bro. I think Romeo Dubs was 
or Dobbs was taken before Watson. That's either. crazy. I might be wrong, but that's crazy. But yeah, I, I like Christian Watson. I, I think as as the season goes on, he's gonna get used a lot. A hundred percent for sure. I mean, he had like six, seven touchdowns last year. Yeah, maybe even more. In like he four games even played. Yeah. yeah. But the Packers still have upside, but yeah, for sure. No, it's just not, not this season. It's just not this season. This and is the transition year, and he's uh, he was definitely set up for failure, expectation yeah. wise, because the people like us weren't expecting him to play like Rodgers, obviously. But then the media is just obviously when you're coming to that position, the media is gonna set up these unrealistic expectations for you. The bar is way you, too yeah, high for set you up for failure. But, failure. As much as I want him to not succeed. But I think he'll. I think he can be good. I do it's also well. a very young team. I, I think they're actually the youngest team in the NFL. Oh, okay. Are. Yeah. So, th- there's definitely some growing pains going on right there right now. But I think they're in a good spot franchise wise. But this is definitely a transition year for them. Absolutely. And I think this is a perfect time to segue into our power rankings. And since yeah. we kind of discussed our recap, this is the kind of new format we're going to test out. Since we kind of discussed all the games and like each team in the respective manner. Some teams more than others, obviously. If you're if, the, if there's a shit team, there's only so much we can say. Um, but obviously, you got to take into consideration the Browns had their bye, the Bucks, and the Bucks had their bye this week, this past the week. Two? No, the the Browns did, Chargers, and the Chargers did yeah. as Chargers, well. Might, Bucks, Chargers, Bucks, Browns. There might be one more. I don't know to be honest. There may have only been three. Yeah. You were you were, you were spot on though with the Rams and the Packers being the two youngest teams in the league. Yeah. The Rams are number one, or the Packers are one, the Rams are second. Yeah, that's good for them upside wise, genuinely. But we're gonna get into our power rankings yes, here. Well, and Brandon go first. Yeah, Brandon, yeah. you can head in first, and pretty much we'll just kind of go. We'll start at thirty-two and just head around. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Thank you, fellas. I will definitely start this off with number thirty-two. The Giants. Yes, sir. Shocking, right? Shocking. Yes, sir. Ooh, yeah. Number, <laughs> yeah, oh, number yeah. two, the New York Giants. I mean, we touched up on it perfectly. In the, I mean, the, the recap on that game, trying to kind of just summed it up. They just can't score. Everything's just a shit show there. They just need to... I mean, it's the worst team in the league, the worst organization in the league right now. Probably just nah, as far as you I wouldn't say worst organization. It's not well, it, if you, as far as like... if Yeah, let me reword that. Like teams that like, all right, you want to look at this team and you just want to fucking just scrap that team start at the bottom and just get a new team in there that's that's that team's up there yeah, we have, we have redeemable team. pieces 100% yeah. and that's that's why it's like we're not like the Cardinals like the Cardinals got fucking scrapes exactly yeah. I, I agree with you on that yeah, yeah. number 31 on the Carolina Panthers still the last winless team oh, in all the football um, it's kind of crazy I'm still even putting them ahead of the Giants right. <laughs> I would really as much as I would not like to see that matchup I would be interested to see who would win that game Mm. Number 30, I have the Denver Broncos. Number 29, the Arizona Cardinals. 28, I have the New England Patriots. 27, I have really low, the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. And I actually have the Bears ahead of them at 26. A um, little bit of bias, recency bias as well. And we'll find and out this week, really. You will find out this mm. week. And that's I wanted to give them the edge going into that matchup. Yeah. Number 25, actually, I'm going to switch this right now because I don't know why the fuck I just put them above the Bears. I don't catch that shit. The Washington Commanders, I had a 25, okay. but I mean, yeah. yeah. I got to switch them now just because of head-to-head. I would put the Commanders at 26, the Bears at 25. 24, yeah. I have the New York Jets. 23, I have the Tennessee Titans. You know, 22, dropping out of the top 20 this week and dropping seven spots, the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was just a very bad loss, like, yeah. like we touched on, in prime time against the Raiders, which is not, not, not a good team at all either. Um, 21, I have Cincy. Still, I, I, I didn't want to leave them out of the top 20, 
But I was one of those guys that were keeping them in like the top 10, top 15, even though they were sputtering at the start. Yeah. So then I finally had to like yeah, come back down to, you come to, back down to yeah, realization. So, but they're on the right track. 20, I have Las Vegas. Wow. Raiders above um, Bengals? Just because of recency yeah. bias. I don't think that's going to stay that way at all. If they play head to head, I think the Bengals win. Yeah. Uh, but just record and schedule wise and how they've looked so far. I give the Raiders the slight edge. Number 19, I got the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. Number 18, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I'm doing this, I, I do these rankings, and I always forget to take into account the head to head matchup between yeah. some of these teams. Like, I have the Raiders. You forget about it. Yeah. I have the Raiders lower than the Steelers, and if I'm not mistaken, the Steelers lost the Raiders. Or... No, the Steelers beat them. Oh, okay, so yeah. Okay. But like the, like the Commanders and Bears matchup, yeah. I always forget, and I've done that before in past power rankings. Because yeah. you're not just taking into account the game, but also the roster. Exactly, just, and what know. I think overall as the team. Yeah. Um, number 17, drop a little bit, but not too far, because I'm still heavy believers in them, the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Number 16, the Atlanta Falcons just gave them the edge over head-to-head. Then going into the top 15, rounding that out, I have the Los Angeles Rams. Then I have the New Orleans Saints sneaking in at number wow, 14. 14. Then number 13, the Cleveland Browns. They only dropped just because of a bye week, and I had to put some teams ahead of them based off their performance. Um, that one, one of those teams being the Los mm-hmm. Angeles Chargers at number twelve. Um, then I have the Tampa Bay Bucks at number eleven. They just dropped down one spot because once again, they, I didn't want to have them get impacted too much by the bye. But then I had someone jump into my top ten. I had to push them out because I had Tampa at number ten last week. The drop with no detriment, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Then um, tied for my biggest drop, I believe. Um, was the the uh, Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys? Yep, going from five to number ten. I still, they're still a top ten team. I mean, yeah. they are. And the only reason why they're that low was because of Dak. Honestly, number nine, I have the Seattle Seahawks. Number eight, I have the Baltimore Ravens. I just kept them where they're at this week because it's a divisional game against Pittsburgh. It's a top ten defense with players like JJ Watt, Mitchell Fitzpatrick, and it's still Lamar in that Ravens offense. So I'm still going to take them. Over a lot of the other teams that sort of fill out from like 10 to 20, you know, and I think a lot mm-hmm. of other people would as well. Number seven, down five spots from last week, Buffalo Bills. Um, it might be a little harsh, especially taking into account that they traveled to London Friday night before the game and this and that. And it was a London game. The Jags have been there for two, two weeks. weeks. We touched on that. But they just, I mean, they went back to the Buffalo Bills that I think we all know and yeah. no run game. Josh Allen was the leading rusher. Josh Allen had a lot of garbage time points and kept him in the game. Overall, like, it, the game was not as close, really, no, as the final scoreline. Yeah. You, uh, you watch that fourth quarter, you look at that defensive line game, yeah. absolutely gorged by Travis Etienne over and over. And I, I, you, can't, you can't hold that too much against Buffalo, but still, they, they got exposed. And the top six teams I have ahead of them are all justified to be ahead yeah. of them, honestly. Um, number six being the Jaguars, they were my biggest risers, up seven spots from number wow. 13 last week, cracking into the top six. Um, I've always been high on them, but now I'm just starting to sort of see them flourish more and come into their own, and I mm. think they're going to be a they're going to be a household name in my top ten the rest of the season. I yeah. feel like unless it's one of those just one off upsets, you know. Unless number, it's a bad loss. Yeah. Number five, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Then they they dropped down two spots for me. That's just because. I slotted the Detroit Lions into my wow. top five at number four this week, up three spots. I have the head-to-head for them. Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs only lost this season is the Lions. 
you got to give them that credit. And the, the, the Lions have solidified themselves as a top five team, the NFL, top four team in the NFL, yeah. in my opinion. You know, and a lot of people have to just wake up and agree to that. You know, we don't know what this will mean come playoff time, come the end of the season. But as of right here, right now, what was it, twelve and three in the last fifteen? You touched on like this. Last year, this is an elite team. They really mm-hmm. are. Um, number three, back up in the top three of the Miami Dolphins. Not a great performance to write home about against the Giants, the number 32, but they just still showed why they're an elite the team in this league. For a couple of weeks now, too. Yep, which is going to suck. But, but Jeff Wilson's back now, so he can fill in more. Exactly. So, I mean, it's still Jalen Waddle, still Tyreek Hill, still Tua. That defense is still playing good. Then number two, I got the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I had them behind KC all year up until this point, and this week and the way that Jalen Hurts has been playing, the way that this defense has been playing, it was enough to leap them over into the top two over Kansas City, in my opinion. Then number one, just in tear their own, like we all should agree on, San Francisco 49ers. Don't really have to get into it too no much. No argument there <laughs> for many of us. Um, just because I think I have a lot of similarities... And I do want you to kind of go into your tier system that you're continuing for the second consecutive week, Logan. I'm going to go before you, if you don't mind. Um, At 32, I also have the Giants. Yes, sir. (laughs) At 31, I have the Panthers. Excuse me. At 30, I have the Titans. Mm, At 29, I have the Patriots. 28, I have the Cardinals. 27, the Broncos. 26, Commanders. 25, the Bears. 24, the Jets. 23, the Vikings. 22, the Browns, 21, the Steelers, 20, the Colts, 19, the Packers, 18, the Raiders, 16, oh, excuse me, 17, the Bengals, 16, the Texans, 15, the Saints, 14, the Falcons, 13, the Rams, 12, Seattle, 11, the Bucks, as well as my top 10 from here on out. Mm-hmm. Um, number 10 is the Baltimore Ravens, number 9 is the Chargers, number 8 is the Cowboys, Number seven is the Buffalo Bills. Number six wow. is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number five yeah. is the Kansas City Chiefs. We are there, yeah. wow. Number four is the Miami Dolphins. Number three is the Detroit Lions. Number two is the Philadelphia Eagles. And number Very one fucking is the 49ers. What was the Cowboys? I have them at eight. Okay. I had to drop them yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, dude, that was a humiliating yeah, loss. Dude, the, the, from the sound of that, the two biggest discrepancies we had, I think... Um, Titans. You, I had, I had Titans. Like, yeah, the Titans was a big one. I had Minnesota five spots lower than you did, and there was fuck. There was one more team in there that you had. I had higher than. Um, did I have the Bengals higher at seventeen? No. Um, Colts twenty. No, start fuck. Start down from twenty five again. I'm sorry. Twenty five. The Bears. Twenty six. Commanders. Twenty seven. Other way. Other way. Other way. Sorry. Oh, uh, 25, the Bears, 24, the Jets, 23, Vikings, 22, Browns. The Browns, that's who it was. Yeah. I had the Browns at 13, and you have the Browns at 22. I don't have faith well. not only in the yeah. coaching, but in consistency from Deshaun wow. Watson. Yeah. I actually think that that division is going to be my original prediction. I mm. think it's going to wind up being the Steelers because they can win those ugly wow. games with Tomlin. Wow. We'll see. Um, and they just wow. beat the Ravens. And I literally, for the past two weeks, we've been talking about the Ravens taking yeah. this away. They could not seal the deal. I don't see them doing it later in the season, especially with the fact that their wide receivers consistently, year in, year out, drop and drop and yeah. drop. Yeah, that's true. And and what's that going to do for Lamar? <laughs> I don't. Another reason I have the Browns so high now is just because of how they started, and they haven't really given me a reason to drop them any lower. Nick you know? Chubb. 
But, loss of him. Yeah, but I'm only gonna. Their defense penalize, is I'm only gonna penalize them so much for that. Yeah. But I, I think come the end of the season, they might find a way around that ranking. But Logan, I know we have this tier system we're trying to implement here, yes, trying sir. to see how see how it catches. But go ahead and take off here. Yes, sir. So from 32 to 28, this is your tier of garbage. <laughs> so um, 32, you know, rounding it out, three and zero. Giants. Yeah. Wow. Um, same put, obviously, from my last week's spot. 31, down seven spots from last week, is the Patriots. I, ha- I had to do it. You know, they got absolutely Cleveland steamed over. Ooh. Uh, um, the reference is back. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. So their offense is just as bad as ours right now. So <laughs> I'm, putting, I'm sticking them right there with us. Number 30. Going up one spot from last week for absolutely no reason is the Panthers. <laughs> Only because the Patriots were that bad. Well, I'm glad you say for no reason. Yeah, for you know? no reason at all. <laughs> right. And for this one, maybe I'm kind of being too harsh on this, but 29, I have the Bears. Hmm. I mean, it's still very reasonable. Yeah. Um, and then rounding out the garbage tier, I have 28, the Broncos. The only reason why I have that is because the matchup head-to-head. The Broncos did beat the Bears, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the only reason why I have it like that. Um, this next tier from 27 to uh, 25 is the tier I have called Purgatory. Mm. And so, like, they're not garbage, but, like, they're right in the middle of, you know. They're stuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and 27 is the Cardinals thing put from last week. Um, 26 is a surprising one compared to what, what you guys had them. But it's a team that had a good win this week, but I still have zero faith in. And staying put from last week at number 26 is the Saints. Hmm. And like I get it, why people put them higher. Um, I saw I saw a lot of different um, power ranks had them in, in the teens, 15, 16, yeah. 14. I think you had them at right. I had fifteen. Yeah, I had fourteen. Yeah, four, yeah. yeah, so like I get it. They had a really nice win, but it's against the Patriots, whose offense mm-hmm. is playing against themselves. Facts. Whole team is playing against themselves, really. Bill Belt, like I don't know what they're doing there. So like I, I don't really believe in them that much, and I I'm not gonna run home with that win. I mean, it's a good win, but don't be wrong. But like it's. Not, they're not so not impressive team to me at all. Yeah. Um. And then rounding out this purgatory tier, going up four spots from last week is the Raiders. Who, uh, you know, good win, but decent win, I guess. But still, they're 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 not going nowhere. They're stuck where they are. Um, <laughs> and this next tier from twenty four to twenty one, it's kind of like a I call it lottery teams, but I feel like it's kind of redundant with the past two tiers. But I actually like it because it's a smaller tier of only four teams, yeah. so like they could either hit or miss, like yeah. the lottery. I like it. I, I, I kind of consider it like they're like lottery teams as in like they're gonna be not in the playoffs. So it's it's like that. What's it? How many teams in the playoffs is now? It's fourteen, right? So mm-hmm. that's, that's seven and seven from each conference. Well, so then it's like the the playoff teams is like, and then the lottery starts at what pick? So 32, 14, so seventeen, right? So seventeen down, like something around. There, yeah, yeah, so like I, I guess these teams having like a seventeenth pick up to like yeah. the fucking. Yeah, 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 I hear you. you know, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I was thinking of. But number twenty four is the Jets going up one spot from last week. Just, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's they're okay. Some games offense is okay, but defense is always good. Number twenty three, the team that I think probably could be a little bit lower down six spots from last week is the Vikings. Um, tough loss, lost Justin Jefferson for. Four weeks, this team might start spiraling out downwards. Yeah, I guess see one and one and six, one and seven. When it's all said and done, when Jefferson's back, maybe he's traded at that point. I mean, that could that's a possibility. If they don't if they don't sign him by then. He could even be traded. 
Yeah. For two first round picks, we'll see. Desperate team, why not? Um, after that, down one spot from last week is a team that you know I think also could be lower. It's just there's so many like lackluster teams. Like there's teams that are like, you know, 22, 20, 21. What I'll get into that I feel like could be lower. You know. Yeah. Like, this one's the Titans. And, they're good some weeks. They're inconsistent. Very consistent. Um, twenty one is the Commanders down three spots from last week, um, and then twenty, my biggest follower of the week, down eight spots is the Packers. Mm. And that that's uh, that's starting my next tier, and uh, this is kind of like just a mid tier, like mid floor, mid ceiling, like same thing in that lottery tier. But so I guess some some of these teams might sneak into the playoffs, and one of them has to, I guess. Um, well, actually, no, I guess not. But starting it off, like I said, is the Packers. And then uh, next off, number 19, the Steelers up one spot from last week. But I'm not impressed with them by any means right yeah. now. Top 20 is probably yeah the best they'll be. Um, number 18, down five spots from last week, is the Texans. And this is a team I still do have faith in. And I still think could sneak into the playoffs for sure. Um, but they'll have to win the division to do so. Facts. Um, number 17, up five spots from last week, the Falcons. Uh, just matchup based. I think the Texans... I like I like them more than the Falcons, but the Falcons beat them. Yeah. So you know I'm giving them that matchup right there. Uh, just inconsistent team, also like the Texans are. Um, yeah. I but agree. Uh, starting off my next tier, um, this year's called some upside. Mm. So starting it off at number sixteen is the Colts up three spots from last week, and I know the upside's not there as much with Anthony Richardson, but I think just with Jonathan Gannon and that, and, not Jonathan Gannon, Shane Steichen. And um, just that scheme, and you know, they, have, they have good players there. Like they, they, they really do. So I do think there there's upside there, and maybe they win this division. I, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting down the ride down the road. I think the Jags probably will take it, but we'll see. Um, but next uh, number fifteen down one spot from last week is the Rams. Who's a, they absolutely do have some upside. I'd say. Um, Very young team, especially now with Cooper Cup back. They absolutely do have some upside. Matthew Stafford's playing good, and I don't know if you guys saw it was a video of Jason Kelsey just crashing out, and then his coach was on the sideline. Yeah, probably, I did probably see that. Uh, Aaron Donald probably be giving him a headache or something. That's what I'm assuming. I don't know. But rounding off this upside tier, uh, number 14 is the Bengals up nine spots from last week, my biggest mover up, who are actually in two tiers this week because the next one kind of, they kind of have to be in it. But um, this next division, because 14 is the Bengals, 13 is the Browns, 12 is the Ravens, this this one is called, what is this division? Question mark. <laughs> Because yeah. uh, and I feel like there's a from 14, 13, 12, all the teams up from here. Like there's a huge drop off. I feel like so like after, once I got to eleven, I was I was like kind of like fucked. I was like okay, who do I put here? Because like I had the Ravens at twelve, down two spots from last week, but I don't think they're the twelfth best team in the NFL after, after last week. I agree. It's I, just hard. The Browns are up two spots just because other teams dropped, but I don't think they're the thirteenth best team in the mm-hmm. NFL. But, like, who is then? Like, the, yeah, the Rams the aren't. Just, the Colts just, aren't. Like, the Falcons aren't. The Texans aren't. Like, it's... Until we get to, like, week 10, dude. Those, even those, then, like, it's a weird, those like... spots from anywhere from, like, 8 to 25, dude, is so, like, interchangeable. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, like, what, like some weeks, just, this is going to be there. Rank, yeah. You it's it's to, hard, you know? It takes so many factors and things into account. And there's so much parity, and it's like... You're, Especially you're a this team, year. a team you have at twenty five, you could genuinely make could a be case 12 for next week. yeah, like, it could be twelve worst week, or like you can make a case where that team can beat the team I have at twelve. Literally, right yeah, like I had the Bengals twenty five last week, they're fourteen this week, just like that, yeah, just like that. Good week that, that you know they're supposed to be having, just like that. They're back yeah, in the top fourteen. Yeah, it's hard. So that doesn't make it so tough. Yeah, that's what makes it so fun. It's unpredictable, but yeah, that that rounds off my what is this division tier. But 
starting off this tier that I was talking about the Jags with, they're number 11. So number 11 is the Jags, number number 10 is the Bucks. The Jags are up five spots from last week, the Bucks up one spot. But this, yeah. they're, they're in a tier of their own called Trap Games. <laughs> these are two teams that I feel like are traps for anybody. Yeah. Like, no team's going to want to go in and play these two teams. Mm. Mm. They're scrappy, they're, they're talented, they have good coaching for the most good part. Good defenses. Good defenses, yeah, like... These are the two teams that I feel like they're the trap games. You play them in the playoffs, I guess they're knocking you out. You know, you're 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 not not counting them out, but like not looking down on them. Obviously, you're looking at the Chiefs and the 49ers and the Bills. Yeah. The Eagles, like you look, you look at the Bucks. Let's let's say it's you know Bengals versus the the Jags. I feel like the Jags could come out and smack them in the mouth, just like they did with the Bills. Yeah. So I think trap games is a perfect tier name for these two teams. And that's that, a good tier name. Um. And then starting off my next tier number, this is this, is, this goes nine nine through seven. These teams, this is called playoff teams. Um, number nine is going to talk about the Chargers thing put from last week. Number eight is the Seahawks thing put from last week. And number seven, down two spots from last week is the Cowboys. And honestly, I think the Cowboys could be lower than the Seahawks. And as I was doing this, I I kind of thought that, but I do think the Cowboys are a top seven team in the NFL. But I, I definitely think the Seahawks can, can beat them. I do too. Like, no question. So, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I think I probably should have put them over the Cowboys. It's interchangeable, though. Yeah, but maybe, yeah, definitely next week if the Seahawks win and the Cowboys win. I think, depending on how good the win is to the Cowboys, I think I probably will move the Seahawks over them. But, uh, yeah, I think they're right there with each other. Um, but moving on to the next tier. This tier is 6 through 2. Um, it's just called the cream of the crop. It's the cream of the crop. There yeah. it is. Um, where you want to be? Yeah, uh, it, it, this one's hard. It's hard to rank these teams. Um, but number six thing, put I the Lions because I, I think they could. I think they should be higher. So like number five, I have the Dolphins up two spots from last week, and then four, I have the Bills down two spots from last week. But I mm-hmm. feel like the Lions could be four, but the Bills beat the Dolphins. I think the Lions are better than the Bills, but I think the the Dolphins have the edge over the Lions right now by slightly, slightly in my opinion. Offensively, yeah. right. So like it, it's the, those three are just like are. Tough to rank. They I, are. I, I'd say so. I agree. And now that I'm looking at it, I, I think I probably would do Lions at four, and then Bills, Dolphins. But I, I don't know. I, I don't think the Dolphins are the sixth best team, though. No, no, I think they're higher than that. I think they're top. Like it's hard. They, they are like top five, top four. Yeah. So that's really, definitely. I think the top six is like it's it's tough. But um, it number three, you're going up one spot from last week, just because the Bills lost, is the Chiefs just winning games, doing their thing. Um, number two. Remain undefeated. I'm up one spot from last week is the Eagles, and then number one in their own tier called Goat Status is mm. the 49ers. Undefeated as well. Undefeated, yeah. No they're like the top cream of the crop. They're they're where you want to be. That's sure. what you are striving to become yeah. for sure. But there's definitely a lot of questions and not a lot of answers right now. There's not right now. Like I said, that that 12 like after 11 after the Jags I was like I was really pondering like okay where do I put these teams like I don't know so uh, I think I kind of did it as best as I could but I don't think it's perfect I don't think anybody has it down perfect right now it is no not. besides like the top two and bottom two right everything in between really? just fucking it is. even then with the bottom two like well the Giants, the Giants are one yeah. of them yeah but like then you have the Patriots the I mean, Panthers you gotta the Broncos the Cardinals the Panthers I feel like at 31 but then like I have the Patriots. Like, I think they're right yeah. there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're I one and four. They're, ugh, I don't know. They're not scoring points. It's bad. Like, it's bad. Like, it's, it's tough. I don't know. But real quickly, we're going to go through our predictions for week six yeah, yeah, here yeah. real fast. 
Um, starting up on Thursday night football, we have the Denver Broncos taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. I can yeah, speak for Chiefs. speak for <laughs> all of us here. The Chiefs yeah. are winning that game. Uh, then on Sunday, October fifteenth, is when the Sunday night or Sunday games kick off. Excuse me. The Ravens take on the Titans at nine thirty a.m. That's the other London game. I don't know. Yeah, this one I, I don't bet on this one. Yeah, no. I was doing a little parlay, like just picking money lines, and I was like, okay, like I, I don't know, like. I could absolutely see the Titans beating them. I'd be the Ravens, absolutely. I think the Ravens still pull this one. Yeah, I, but I, I, I'll go Ravens here as well. I, I think I'm gonna go with the Titans, honestly. I, I, I have a feeling. Don't bet on this game. Yeah. Dude, do not bet on this game, like money line wise. I don't know what the spread is, but yeah, no, the spreads will probably be trust the spreads probably on Friday, maybe even Saturday, but. On Sunday, another game that's going to be interesting is the 49ers taking on the Cleveland Browns. Who are you taking for that game, Burton? Ravens. Oh, Ravens sorry. You said Ravens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Ravens? Sorry, sorry, I didn't hear. Uh, Titans. Titans, yeah. okay. So not unanimous there, but the 49ers take on the Browns. What do we guys? Th- what do we think? <laughs> Easy choice as the Niners, but I, I, guess I could see this being the 49ers' first loss. I, I definitely could. I don't. I, got I don't think way. it will be. Like, I'm going to go with the Niners. but like Especially if Deshaun Watson's not playing again. It, only if he's playing. If he's playing, I can see it. But if not, no chance. I'm going to take the Niners yeah, in this game. Uh, I think, yeah. Easy easy choice for all of us. Um, and then the next game, the Seahawks take on the Bengals. Bengals, they, this is a test. They're at home. Uh, they're, the Bengals tough, are at home? Tough game, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to take the Bengals in this one, just because okay. they are at home. And Joe Burrow did look really good against Arizona. Yeah. Better than he has all year. What do you guys think? I think I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I think they're just a better team, more consistent, more on the same page right now. That's the one thing about Seattle is I think every player is always on the same page. I agree with that because the coaching like, is full like sound. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to give the edge to them, but I think the, the Bengals can absolutely win this game. So they do anything like they did last week. What about you, Brian? I think this is going to be my game of the week, to Low be key, honest. Yeah. It's going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be a lot of drama. I think I think the Bengals do edge this one out. They need to edge this one out, and I think they ride that hot streak. They have to. It's a must-win for them. It's going to be really interesting to see that passing attack from Cincinnati against that secondary of Seattle. That'll be something I'm looking out for the most. And just whoever whoever has the upper hand in the run game, I think will be the difference maker in whoever, this game. Whoever, well, who, um, who do the Bengals have the next two weeks? Like 49ers and someone else, right? 49ers and Bills. Oof. So this is the one that they got to win. They got to win this one and the Bills game at least. At least. But the next game on Sunday is the New Orleans Saints taking on the Houston Texans. I'm <sighs> going to probably take the Texans here. Snooze fest. It is. I, I, I will ride with the better quarterback right now and C.J. Stroud, in my opinion. Um, I know Derek Carr is winning them games, but I, I just think CJ has more upside in game, but I'm going to take the Texans. You know? Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take the Texans. This is a replay of that crazy week one from like four years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, the Texans went down with Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins in two plays and scored a touchdown, I think. And then uh, in like less than like 30 seconds, Drew Reese went down and Will Lutz kicked a 50, 58-yard field goal or something like that for the win. One of the craziest week ones I've ever seen. It was like Monday night to yeah, close it yeah, off. Yeah. Replay of that game, and I always I have, I have a memory. I have memories on Snapchat from that game because I was recording that. So, <laughs> so looking at these two teams, like okay, it's, I'll probably go back and watch the highlights at some point this week. Cause I always go back and watch yeah, highlights of that game. Or something. Yeah. It's one okay. of those games for me. But yeah, I'm going with the Texans for sure. Like I said in my card, because I don't believe in the Saints at all. Um, the Texans, I think, are a more sound team, better coach, better quarterback. Why, I, why would you not choose them? Yeah, I agree. The Saints could win this game, though. Don't get me wrong. They could. Very well. I'm gonna yeah. go with the Texans as well. I just. I don't like betting against home underdogs, and mm-hmm. that's what the Texans are this week. Yep. Plus one and a half is a bet that They're I would underdogs. make. Yeah. What? They're underdogs this week. And I think this is one of those situations where Vegas is just sort of 
seeing that 34 nothing win from the Saints and they're just sort of riding the high horse of that, yeah. which will work in the betters' favor. I think Houston plus one and a half is a very safe bet this yeah, week. You're pretty yeah, much just pretty much just betting them to win on like a last second touchdown or just or just winning them straight up, you know, because you're not really betting on them to lose by one point or something like that. Because um, they were still covered doing that, of course. But yeah, I think I think the Texans did a nice little statement win here. Yeah. yeah. And continue on Building the path of being ahead of schedule mm-hmm. on what on what the whole outlook of that organization is. I agree. <clears throat> and the next game is the Washington Commanders taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Another I've, snooze fest. I actually, I think it might be a decent game, but I'm going to take the Commanders. I, I honestly like both quarterbacks. I like both teams. Not the coach in Ron Rivera. I don't know about Arthur Smith, but he's been doing okay. Yeah. Uh, with, finally, he has a good running back weapon. And the decent O-line. He just needs better play out of his quarterback and wideouts and overall defense. But I think the Commanders can win this game because they just I feel like they have a better quarterback. I think they have a better, better offense. Defense. and Yeah, a better defense in general. They can create pressure, and we saw what happened when Desmond Ritter faced pressure in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Chase Young gets in his face. That's going to be him. Sweat. They got guys. Yeah, they, they got They're guys. Yeah, I mean, he got paid, too. So he, this is a game for him to record yeah. two sacks, three sacks. Who fucking knows? But I'm going to take the commanders here. What How do you, about you? you I, think, I think the Falcons are going to pull this one off. I like Arthur Smith as a head coach a lot more than Ron Rivera. I think right. Arthur Smith's one of the most underrated coaches in the entire league. I've said that before on here, mm-hmm. and I think... I think that offense is just going to be a little bit too much for that commander's defense. Especially if they can get that run game going. Especially if they can get to. that run game going. And then, I mean, I'm not really looking at the quarterback matchup at all. No, I, it's not going to come down to quarterbacks. No, no it's not. And I, I just think the coaching is going to prevail in this game. And I, I always, I'm always going to give Arthur Smith the upper hand in that department in this matchup. Yeah, I wanted to hear your opinion <laughs> first because like, I was kind of torn on this because I can absolutely see the commanders coming out and win this game. I think they're a better. I don't know. I agree. But, but I am going to take the Falcons. It's on the road in Atlanta. I, I agree with you. I think, yeah, on the road at, at Atlanta, I, I think the Falcons will be able to get the ground game going. Start wearing down those guys towards the fourth quarter. You know, Algier, Bijans, let them do their thing. And even then, if, if, if they shut down the, the run game, we saw Desmond Ritter can, can do it against the like, this This past defense is not good. It's so, worse than the Houston's exactly, defense, statistically. Exactly, yeah. So so I think they can, if it comes down to Ritter, might be able to put up numbers against them. Use Kyle Pitts, use Drake London, use your guys. So I think I am going to hit the Falcons in this one. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I think. Um, but in this next game, we have the Vikings taking on the Bears. Brandon, I know you're going to probably touch up on this in a Windy City report, either pregame or postgame this weekend. But um, I, I'm actually going to take the Bears. Because the defense for the Vikings sucks. They lost some weapons on offense. Yeah, this is out. I think that I think the Bears should win this game. Honestly, I agree. I, I'm, I never... Th- I, you asked me yesterday, I would have said Vikings, but I thought it over really, and yeah, I think I'm going to hit the Bears. They're at home. Like you said, Jettis is out. Uh, the Bears just have some attrition right now. The offenses look good. The Vikings defense is not good by any means at all. Yeah. So I think the Bears can take this one for sure. I agree. Brandon, I think we well, already know about you. Nice little clean slate on the Bears. Look at that, dude. Who would have thought that would have happened? Yeah, who would have thought, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the first I'm, of the season. I'm yeah. right there with you guys. I was going to take them even before the news about Jettas came out. I mean, I'm just... This Vikings team, they're just getting the exact opposite of what we <laughs> saw last year. I mean, every game so far has been a one-score game, and they're 1-4. and four, And the turnovers have just been shooting themselves in the foot. Obviously, they don't have Jettas now. Um, their run defense has given up over 105 yards yeah. a game on the ground. The Bears' strength. past two weeks hasn't been, but the Bears' strength for the last fucking 
existence of that team has been their run game. And they're, um, the Vikings are only putting up 70, 80 yards on the ground themselves. So this matchup feeds into the Bears' strengths. Yep. And I think we continue to see are they this. Favored? No, really? Minnesota's favored by two and a half. Wow. So another home underdog. That's going to be another bet I'm taking this week is oh, the yeah. Bears plus two and a half. And I think we're going to continue to see this offense find more of their identity and come more into stride. Khalil Herbert's going to be out. Um, Roshan Johnson's still clearing concussion protocol, so... He should be good by then, though. I, I think so as well. Yeah. He should be, dude. I mean, he's had... He missed over... last week, right? He's out? No, he, he played the Washington oh, yeah, game, but he got the concussion in the Washington game. So he's going to have nine or so days to recover. Yeah. I hope so, because it's going to be his... Coming out party yeah. if he does. If not, then Deontay Foreman. I might start him actually in fantasy. If he if he's cleared, start him. I'm trying to acquire him via trade right now in our league as we speak, for that reason. But Deontay Foreman will be running back one if Oof. Rojo does not get Coming the suit off the up. Achilles too. I don't know about that. Um, I'm, I still feel fine about it. Deontay Foreman is no slouch, you know, and not. our offensive line is very good when it comes to run blocking. Tevin Jenkins is back to secure that left guard position, and it was just a night and day difference having him back. Yeah. In this game, is or in that game, um, <clears throat> I don't think so. But Larry Borum held his own against Chase Young. Chase Young had like eleven quarterback pressures or some shit like that, which was the most this season by far. But he didn't get to him. And Larry Borum, and a couple of the touchdown plays, Larry Borum did shut him down, and you can have that attribute to it. So I, I like this matchup. I think it's funny because, like, no offense, Brandon, but this is like the one matchup I won't <clears throat> watch. But like, it's one of those that, like in the off season, it's like, fuck, I wish I could just watch a fucking. Even a Vikings Bears game. I think it's going to be a, a, a sneaky game of the Good week. Game, yeah. I, I think it will be. I, I think, think Jordan Addison's going to have a coming to party. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think TJ Hawkinson might go off as well. That offense is going to be solid without Jay Jettis. I think, yeah, 100%. I just, I think we're going to see more from Darnell Mooney this week. I'm hoping to see more from Darnell yeah, Mooney this I, week. I'm really thinking about the, the Vikings this week. Like, they're in a spot. Like, they have good players in that team. But, like, what do they do about Kirk? Because, like, the team, the defense is awful. Everyone keeps talking about trading them now, trading them. I just, I don't believe it until I see it. And I mean, they just went thirteen and four last season, That's bro. Insane, they know yeah. they can do it. I don't think you abandon ship just yet, dude. I don't. But if they're one, <laughs> they're one and six, one and seven. Then maybe. Fuck it, just take a high draft pick and just try it again, dude. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Kirk's a free agent, though. I don't know. Yeah. This next game, though, the Indianapolis Colts take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm probably going to stick with the Jaguars because they're going to be coming back to the States high on their horse. And I think that, uh, you know, it'll be a nice attempt at a revenge game from Gardner. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. But I I think that uh, Trevor Lawrence just, there's clearly a disparity in the quarterback play there. But I think that's where it'll actually come into play. I think this matchup is a prime example of why the Jags fit so well in that trap game tier that you have them in, Logan. Because they're coming off a game where they just... In, in some regard, dominated the Bills. Yeah, no, they did. They won that game handle. But then this is a game that you're coming into, and you can say the Colts can easily come away with it. Oh, not this, easily. Is, this is a trap game for them. Not easily, the but like, yeah, as much as you want to call the Jags a trap team for like the this teams in like the them. top six Definitely. tiers. But yeah, like you said, this is they a trap They played already this year, too. Week, yeah. week one, I think? Or week two? Yeah. They've played, yeah, yeah. I think the Jags Which won. Which is crazy. That the Colts got, won, right? The Colts yeah, beat the Colts yeah. did. And it's crazy that you have both divisional matchups already out of the way. In, in the this, first six No, the, the Jags did win. It was the week Jags one. The Jags yeah. won 31 That's right. AR, AR played well, though. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'm still going to rock with the Jags to win this yeah. game. At least, I think they're going to win by at least 10 points, honestly. I think they have a nice statement win here. But it, 
it's just it's cool because they kind of fit right in that trap trap team type of tier where like any of the teams in the top seven they don't want to play this Jags team, but mm-hmm. then you can see them easily dropping a game like this against yeah. the Colts. Yeah, oh yeah, for know? sure. Um, me personally, I think the Jags are the easy choice, but I could I, like I said I could definitely see the Colts winning this game somehow. Yeah, Is these it, are in. For the listeners out there, these matchups were like me at least, and I think Logan's were the same way. When we say we can easily see this other team winning, that just means stay the fuck away from this game when it comes to betting. Mm-hmm. If, yes. if, if you take anything away from that, when because you might say, "Oh, how come you keep saying this?" but then you take this team. It's just because we want to stay away from this game betting wise, but Don't we still money. feel like this team should win and will win. Yeah, in a way, you know what I'm saying. They're it my pick for sure, but I'm not confident be, in it, you know? It won't mm-hmm. be to the like the Vegas standards, yeah. is what we're trying to say. But um, the next game is the Detroit Lions Another traveling down week. to uh, yep. Tampa and taking Prime on the Buccaneers. Spot. Got flexed in. <clears throat> really awesome that the Lions are getting a primetime game again yeah. already this year. They only had one last year that was flexed in, and that, that, was, that was rough because, you know, they were fighting and they... We're playing like they should have deserved more last year, but now they finally are getting that attention. Um, I'm obviously going to go with the Lions, but um, three you guys... And a half, three and a half point favorites to the Lions are. Give, give me your thoughts, guys. Where do you, where, who are you taking? Okay. So I'm going to go with the Lions. I think they're a better team with a better quarterback with a better offense, but it, I think it's going to be, you know, I, I think the Lions could probably win by like 10 points, but like... Thirty-seven, twenty-seven type type shit. Like the like the Bucks won't go out without a fight. It's a, it's a very relatively game. low over. Actually, too. yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm gonna scratch that. I think it'd be like twenty-four, fourteen, something it's, like that. It's a, I think the over under is forty-three and a half, which is kind of low in my opinion yeah. for this game. Creamsicle jerseys are appearing. Ooh, yeah, that is Ooh. true. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you guys know this, but like the, these two teams actually have had like a little rivalry. Right. Excuse me, rivalry. Since the early 2000s. Hmm. And like... For being the most shittiest teams yeah, in the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> but like genuinely, whenever they played, and I, used, I had season tickets, I'd go to Bucks games all the time growing up, and yeah, always yeah. would see Detroit come in, and there would always be a good game. Yeah, Always, sure. no matter what. Jeff Garcia days, yeah. Jeff, I mean, uh, God, no, it was actually... Um, Didn't they play in that 0 16 oh, season? These not, two? not Jeff Garcia. Oh, Jeff Garcia with the Bucks, Bucks yeah, yeah, but it was like uh, jo- Joe Kitna. John Kitna. John Kitna, yeah. yeah. Uh, just terrible, no, like, just <laughs> terrible. Uh, but yeah, no, I think this will be a very good game. I really yeah. do. But Brent, I said, yeah, Brent, you go ahead. I think I think the Lions come out on this one yeah. as well. I think it's so, going to be a little bit of a closer game, but a general sweep. consensus of the giant of the Lions sweeping here almost as a Giants. What do you guys think of the Bucks happen. though? Like, do you think they could win this game? Like, yeah, they're, they're they're my top. I do. Well, like, I have them eleven now, but they're in my top ten. Like, I, I don't want to count them out. Like, uh, you I can't. The way, as much as I would like to, and as much as I like to hate on the Bucks, dude, Baker's a dog. And maybe they force a turnover or two on Goff. Like, Baker's, this is the team to do it. He's in the right it position. Is. And it's, a lot of people were saying this about the Eagles matchup as well, saying the Bucks could do this, the Bucks could do that. They could force a turnover and win that, and it they was a complete opposite. Yeah. And I guess like, as much as I'm not going to say the Lions or the Eagles until I actually see it, but I mean, I got to stick with my power rankings. Yeah. They were number four, two spots behind the Eagles, and I got to hold them to that same type of level. And I, I think that as much as the Bucks and a lot of people might feel the Bucks have a chance, I think it could Lions very will, well yeah. be that type of game where the Lions just dominate. Like but a ten point win. I would be, I would like be that. more so confident in this game being a lot closer and being like a four point win from the Lions. Okay, I agree. I agree with that. 
The next game, though, is, uh, geez, okay. <laughs> Dolphins taking on the Panthers. Woo! Unanimous move on. Unanimous move on. <laughs> Dolphins, if you can't. Oh, Dolphins by seven. What about this next one, though? The Eagles and the Jets. Oh, well, no, the next one's actually the, well, it, the these aren't the Rams and the Cardinals. Oh, uh, no, even better. What are the they, Patriots what I, and the Raiders. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Dude, yeah. what is with these four o'clock games, bro? Oh, shit. Besides the Lions, Bucks. Oh shit! So Patriots Raiders. So I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Patriots. Yeah, I'm gonna go Patriots as well. I think Bill's gonna come out. Get you got, you got Josh McDaniels and Jimmy G against the Patriots. Nah. And they're no, no, oh yeah, no, they're not. They're not beating the Patriots. Yeah. No shot. They're yeah, not. So I, I got the pass. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I think the Raiders are favored too. I think. Check that out. They are by three. Oh yeah. I'm not well, home runs smash the Patriots. They're the home team and they're giving them three. So Vegas pretty much home runs smash the Patriots. The, they're winning by forty. Vegas, <laughs> Vegas is pretty much grading this as a dead even game. But if, for betting purposes, yeah, the Patriots. I mean, you say that you want to take the Patriots straight up. A team coming off the two worst losses I think they're in, winning their, in their coach's career. I think they're winning four. Here's what I'm doing. Zero. I think the Pats win. Yeah. Here's what I'm doing. I'm calling a bookie in Vegas right now. <laughs> putting my mortgage in no, no, no. Patriots. I'm, I'm putting every asset, hard asset I own. I, I'm giving my social security and bank account information to my bookie, and I'm saying this line right here. I want to bet everything of my existence on a draw between <laughs> oh, the Patriots zero, zero. and the Raiders. Three, no, 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 no. Even better. Six... Six. Mm. And I wish I could do six now, nine. Is it gonna be like but, a, a six two field goal six and then like a six no, a touchdown so, extra well, point? No, miss no, three six? safeties each. No, oh. here's, here's actually where it gets interesting. The Raiders are gonna score a touchdown. Mm. But they're a pick gonna, two? They're gonna <laughs> No no pick two. <laughs> they're gonna miss oh. their field goal. They're gonna miss Daniel uh-huh. Carson is gonna oddly like miss. Yeah. He's gonna like see some some dime yeah. in, in the upper then, deck and, and be then, like, oh fuck <laughs> and just whiff it. And then Patriots wise, they're gonna they're gonna have two uh, two good drives, get inside the twenty, and just field goal. Nice. Goal. I like it. Yeah, I love it. I actually love. Yeah. I'm gonna watch every second of this game. I won't. What I think is gonna happen <laughs> is uh, the Patriots offense is putting up zero. Oh. So the Josh Jacobs is gonna score like a seventy yard touchdown. I'm fine with that. One, one of those two. I'm fine with that. Um. So then they're gonna have six points, and then they're gonna they're gonna go for two. They're gonna score first. Then they're gonna throw a pick two. So that means that. J.C. Jackson, I don't know, is going to pick it off. Jack Jones, I don't know, and just crib it. So that's two points for the Patriots. Kyle Duggar. So then it'll be 6-2, uh, to two, and then uh, the Patriots will get two safeties. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so it's 6-6. Six to six. Jimmy G is going to leave after the first quarter. Aiden yeah. O'Connell is going to come to in. throw three picks. Ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> no, not Aiden O'Connell. Matt, no. Mac Jones is going to be like, ah, oh, fuck! And, throw a pick. <laughs> and, and, then, and then go over and just like... Destroy someone's nuts. Just like, just like go to a lineman, just stomp on his nuts with metal cleats. No, just like turn his helmet off and just just like spin his face and just like stab him with your cleats. What is no, this turn? And then, and then he's, he's he's not gonna get caught. Like no, it's no flag on the play. He, he's he's, a, he's, a, he's, no. he's, he's gonna call time. He's gonna like he's gonna like three seconds. He's gonna call time out. Walk up in his in his, in his nut check each defensive lineman. It's like hey guys, hey guys, just over and over again. Jesus. He's not gonna get caught. No fines. No suspension. Nothing. <laughs> no, scratch the nut and tap, him, bro. He's gonna nut check. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, he's gonna just gra- he's gonna yeah. do the nut grab, like he's infamous for. But we'll move on to the next game. The uh, Arizona Cardinals take on the LA Rams. I think we can all come to Rams. the conclusion. Rams. Rams. Um, and then the game you were talking about a little second ago there, Brandon, was the Eagles versus Jets. I'm Eagles. gonna take the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. yeah. 
For sure. And then the Giants versus... Oh, yeah! I'll give you a second Giants. to talk about this game, Logan, if you want, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah I, guess, I got something to say. I, I'm going to take the Bills <laughs> safely. So, so uh, today, uh, in practice, Wednesday, or Tuesday, right? Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday. Daniel Jones, Andrew Thomas, Darren Waller, all in practice. Same oh. one did, though. So I, don't even, I wouldn't even send him out there. No, please don't. Die. Why would you? He's gonna die. Please don't. Um, please don't, Dayball. Please don't. Pretty Dayball. much nobody practiced today. What was that practice like? What was, hey the, guys, what was, what was the energy and morale hey guys, in that practice? So, no so this, like, th- this Monday night, we're gonna go out there and we're gonna win against the Buffalo fucking Bills. You understand me? Step up. That's that's what they said. And then then John McFadden literally just he st- like. Breaks John the McFadden. team. John McFadden breaks. Oh, the Michael te- McFadden. Michael McFadden. Excuse me. He breaks the team huddle down, and and you know what he says? What he says? He, he literally quotes the three hundred speech from three hundred, <laughs> when when Leonidas was like galvanizing his troops, ready to go against like millions of Persians. That's what Michael McFadden's breakdown was of that practice. People were literally calling for him to get an extension after that. No, no I, that's just all, that's no. all false. I'm just I'm just making the yeah. story up. But like either way. I think it was probably a terrible practice. And probably. N- no one attained anything. I will say the lone bright side of our team is that Dexter Lawrence is the only player in the NFL with like above 80 and pass and run run defense and pass defense grade. So, or something like that. So That's a good upside yeah, there. But, um, yeah, we're not winning this game by any means. No shot. Like 35 to 0, oh. 35 to 3. Like, so maybe Josh Allen throws a pick six. Like he's prone to that. Yeah. Uh, Maybe maybe Pinnock? Pinnock, yeah. Pinnock no. again. Maybe Dexter no. Lawrence gets a pick six. He's, he's just this big ass run down the sideline. <laughs> Dude, I would pay to see that. Yeah. I would pay pay-per-view to see that. <laughs> $95. Um, but yeah, you got anything, Brandon? No. <laughs> Is there anything to say? No, yeah, like, there really isn't. Bill's um, by 40. Oh, oh, oh. One, one second. We're, um, it's Call Rush, so we're wearing our all-whites. Everyone, they're all reds. Bill's by 50. <laughs> maybe, maybe Dable comes out and we upset them. You never know. It's over, bro. <laughs> the seat, I think you were right. I'm going to have hope on the first drive, like I did last week. I had hope on the first drive, and then we punted, and I was like, okay, it's over. Jesus. After, after the first drive, I was like, okay, yeah, it's over. Jeez. Like, we got, like, a nice first down with Burita, and then we, like, threw for a first down with Isaiah Hodges. Like, okay, that's a nice catch. Like, guess I'm going here. And then, then, we got a, then we got a penalty, and then we punted, and then, like, I was like, okay, yeah, we're done. That, 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 was, that was my fun. That, that was my, all my hope right there. Yeah, that, uh... You know what's funny? I just got a notification on Twitter about the Stallions roster, and I'm like, could they maybe take some guys off there? I mean, any anyone? Dude, like, we have, like, talent, though. Like, it's just shit. Like, it's, it's all shit. And all this line is just... And obviously, these tough primetime games do not Dude, help. Yeah, we're, we're getting just bent over and railed on primetime every week, bro. I agree. Every week? Every like, week. Like, I'm tired of fucking seeing us getting bent over on primetime. <laughs> It's not fair. It, it really isn't. It's been what week week one, week three against the Niners. Yeah, and then week four. Who, who we played last week? Well, no, you played Monday night against the Seattle as well. Seattle the next week, and then and then now the Bills. That's gonna be four primetime games in six weeks. Miami was one o'clock last week. Yeah, yeah. Yo, what the fuck? And we're, we're losing. We're losing all of them. Was this like a scheme for the NFL? Like they knew, like oh, well, so th- so they actually fixed our schedule. But like um the first initial schedule that came out on the schedule day, we had like. It was like five away games in the first six games, or like six and seven, and they changed it. Bro, you guys probably would have been better off with that, bro. But it was all the same teams. Oh. Yeah. Fuck it. You guys were doomed so, from the yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Jesus. So, if you're a Giants fan, especially in New York, I'm so sorry. Just, uh, I don't even know. I have nothing to say. Even a Jets fan, just New York in general, bro. Oh, fuck. Yeah. The Bills, yeah. The best. Yeah. The Bills, yeah, true. But, like, even then, like, they haven't made it to that promised land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I just. I feel like a lot of people just forget that they're in New York. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think people forget that Buffalo is in New York. Yeah, I'm kind of already checked out with the Giants this year. So, like, I'm kind of like, not, I'm obviously rooting for my team every week. I'm not, yeah. I'm not rooting for any other team, but like, I'm kind of having fun watching the Bucks this year. Oh, yeah. Obviously, because we're in the area and the Bucks are a fun team to watch. The Jags are my team. You can't not root for them. I don't know why. That's just, I've never been able to like the Bucks, dude. Mm-hmm. Even, even watching them here, being a local guy, like, for some reason, I've always gravitated more towards the Jags as far as like a Florida team. Mm-hmm. Don't know why, but I should have become a Dolphins fan ten years ago, bro. <laughs> that would have helped. It Pray. really would have. But uh, I think that's a perfect way to wrap this episode up—a long one. We really appreciate everyone for staying tuned in. If you're still here, um, definitely shorter than last week. Up yeah. last week, up, still uh, two hours. So though. still two hours, but the three-hour recap episode was a monster one. Hopefully, yeah. everyone enjoyed that out there. Real quick, make sure you're all following us on our social media platforms at Tea Time Reports. We, we didn't get to the uh, Chargers and Cowboys game. Oh yeah, Monday night. That's Monday night. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, Chargers believe. Cowboys Monday night. Oh, Excuse me, everyone. Cowboys Jeez. Cowboys are two and a half point favorites. Okay. On the road. I'm gonna well, take the Chargers. I'm also gonna go Chargers. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with. So the unanimous yeah. Chargers. I, I mean, Cowboys can definitely win though. Oh, 100. Like, uh, the over under is 51. Okay. Either or, but I just trust. But I just trust Justin yes. Herbert more. Me too. That's what it comes down to. And, and Kellen Moore, revenge game, of course. So yeah. And, yeah. But Justin Herbert is injured. Has a dislocated mm. finger on his non-throwing hand. Yeah, though. I don't think it'll mean anything. Especially if they get Eckler back this week. Yeah, perhaps. I think he's coming back this week. That'll, that'll yeah, definitely help. I'm, I'm going with the Chargers for sure. I'm going to go with the Chargers, Chargers as well. Chargers sweep to end it off. Boom. Yes. But again, make sure you all follow us on all of our social media platforms, at T-Time Reports, especially the TikTok and Instagram. All support is greatly appreciated. Any kind of growth for this podcast and show, uh, to the community in general, is greatly it's it's greatly well accepted. You know when we we see our work actually coming to fruition and paying off in a sense, reaching more people. But uh, we really appreciate everyone out there for listening to our NFL coverage on a weekly basis. Hopefully, you learn something. Uh, we try and learn something every episode, mm-hmm. somehow, some way, some shape, in some form. But I think we do, though. Yeah, we, we do. Yeah. In a weird way, it's it's one of those things. But uh, Brandon and Logan, thank you so much for hopping on this episode. I know it was a long one. It's late as well, almost 10 o'clock. I know it's uh, wow. during the week as well. Yeah, yeah I know it's one of, those, uh, one of those nights, you know. I didn't even know, yeah. Time flew a little bit. But hopefully it flew for you as well with us, and, you know, maybe it, maybe it slowed down for you. But this is Trevor, Brandon, and Logan signing off. Take care, everyone. Peace. Peace.